0: Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. Uh, Good morning, everyone. Great to have your company on this 22nd day of February. It is a
1: Thursday. The McCafe menu. Maddie Johns, ahead of his trip to Las Vegas, is going to join us this morning, which will be entertaining. Not sure it's going to be as entertaining as Johnny from Epping, who was out at the game. He's going to give us a first and account of how the <laughs> listen to the expert kangaroos went in their pracky against the pies. Georgie Samios, Sammy Edmund, update us with news which continues to go nuts in the footy world. Of course, ahead of the opening round, questions without notice. Of course, throughout the morning.
2: Welcome to you, Whispers. Good morning, Gary. We're going to find out from Georgie too what he was doing swanning around with Scotty Pippen yesterday too. Did I you saw see that, that photo I
1: sent you? You did. What, what, what the Dickens is going on there? Is he teed Scotty
2: Pip Scotty Pippen up? I hope so. I hope so. I sent him out there, and I said, "Okay, you can go to that, but you got to make sure that you speak to Scotty and get <laughs> him on our he, program." So it? maybe he's just going to pop up on our show with him this morning. Where would he go? Uh, he will talk about that. All
1: right. Later. All yeah. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. The temper text is up and going. One three six seven three six. We're rambling for mm. cobra Estate. Look at that. Look at our. Um Big digital display. In oh, there. I like it. Or it's you and I in front of the magnificent olive trees in
2: Cobram. Yeah, not and as good as those photos you were showing me this morning of you and Tinger, or Stinger <laughs> coming out of the water up there on the Gold Coast. How did
1: we start talking about that?
2: um how did he? not i don't know about I oh, it's fun. well do you want to dominus start where we start oh, paul about, curtis is we're talking press. about bench press That's right. and then you said that uh you had the record at North no Global. i didn't have the
1: record no way i had the record but i, I you had, said I had nobody
2: you said nobody was bench pressing more than i was no was, i didn't
1: I said, Stinger. That's exactly
2: how we started the conversation. Said, Don't backtrack now. I said, Stinger and I spent
1: two years just sitting in a the gym there for a long time. And anyway. I said
2: to you, yep. I said, had you been in your heyday, I wouldn't have gone down to Kerford Road Beach with Stinger because he would have right. left, no. left you in the shade. And you said, hang on, Wisp, I think I've got something here. <laughs> and lo and behold, you've got a photo of you. And Stinger coming out of the coming out of the surf on the Gold Coast in your budgie smugglers, and you just going to be have a look at that. No, so, I was in showroom condition back a in
1: He's going to repeat our whole pre-show conversation.
2: All right, I've got a few stories that you, no, you, you went with. Yes, I have, and no, you know I have. I, you, so do, you do you do. You, you do. better button up. I am going to button up now. No. But you
1: were in good nick. No, I love Gee, Stinger. He's my favourite. We we're talking about Paul Curtis. He benches. 150 kilo. Yeah. He plays for the Kangas and was uh, very impressive yesterday.
2: Yeah, no, he's, uh, he's got some talent. They've what do got you some mean? Yeah. What's it yeah, mean? Well, 150. What What'd you
1: bench? 220. No, kilos, not pound. No way. 220. You, no way you bench press 220. I had a couple
2: of spotters. <laughs> one either side. No, yeah, you would have. You know, that, I'm not that. saying I did a rep. of. I didn't do reps of five or ten. Oh, yeah. Did you ask
1: Mark Harvey if I'm allowed to tell everyone about that horse today yet?
2: No, I haven't yet. No. Oh, can you text him? Because I might just it's tonight. spit it out. It's tonight. It's tonight. It is tonight. Uh, Packing them tonight. Mm. I'll find out for you before nine Jeez,
1: o'clock. I'll tell you what will happen. The danger tonight is there's going to be a storm because, God, it's been hot.
2: It was hot. How was, hot was it? It was a hot night. I had the air con. I had, no, I had the, I like to call it the AC. I had the AC on last night. Had it on, uh, what do you set your AC 21. at? 21. Snap. 21. Snap. Yeah it's a um my daughter comes to our place and she's luxury. hot it's hot outside and she goes straight to the control and if she doesn't think it, like she'll go right down to 16. she thinks that that's
1: uh, the way to do it who
2: does that uh one of my daughter oh
1: four double three nine eight eleven sixteen you watch this the air conditioning technicians out there will tell you that doing that is the absolute wrong thing to no, do. no it's stupid to do that yeah. it's, that's not how it works your no. air condition works at a premium mm. Optimum level, mm. not trying to make it
2: burst its boiler. Actually, I need to get the filter clean too. That uh, notification came up. On. Oh, help
1: on If you can help the wisp out with his <laughs> air conditioning filter, give him a call, 0433 leave your details.
2: No, no, I've got to go back through Carl and the guy that installed it. Oh, yeah. mm. What else is kicking around? Uh, lots of stuff. You've been busy this morning. Here. I've got a lot of stuff that well, you said this morning. I watched morning the cricket I watched the oh, cricket, cricket. You came in this morning yeah. and you said, this well, is your quote, They just can't beat us, Wisp. That's your (laughs) quote this morning.
1: Well, in the short form, they can. In the test matches, they can never beat us. New New Zealand, I'm talking about. But if you didn't catch the T20, it was perfect timing, the New Zealand T20, because it finished at about 8.30, which is my bedtime. So I watched the whole whole damn thing. Hmm. We needed... We needed – I've got some thoughts on the T20 team. Josh Inglis nearly lost us the game. He's scratching around. He made 20 off 20 in the middle of the game. We're chasing 216. Josh Inglis goes out and makes 20 off 20. Left us with 32 runs to get, right? With nine balls left. Nine balls left, Wisp. Mm. 32. Yeah, tough task. Tough
3: task.
1: Tim David walked to the crease. Thank God Josh Inglis went out. If Josh Inglis didn't go out, we had no hope. He walked to the crease and went bunta. He made 31 off 10. Last three balls. Six, two, needed four to win off the last ball. Smack four. The New Zealanders are sitting around having made 215 and thought, how
2: good are we going? Oh, they would have been smoking (laughs) it. And they
1: were. They batted beautifully. But um, no, they just they just couldn't get it done, Tim. Yeah, actually, half hit it, I reckon, Tim David, and it flew to the boundary, and then I think his named Glenn Phillips. He dived over the ball, right, and it went to the boundary for four, and we won. And they shot, they took a shot at the New Zealanders, and they're just looking at each other, going, "What just happened? <laughs> Thirty-two off nine. What just happened?"
2: <laughs> hey, Davy Warner. Uh, no, he, I think he's no, on he, his farewell yeah. tour, though.
1: You know what they did? Um, you know, so we played the West Indies, and the one man who gave us a heap of trouble was mm. Joseph, who was bowling heat, oh, genuine yeah, I know, heat. I know. We can't handle genuine. No, bowl, no, no, not handle it. But we don't see genuine one forty plus. Do
2: you they know how many bo- two
1: bowlers bowling consistently mid 140s and we were
2: struggling. Mm. You know, I, I saw I saw Joseph bowl his first ball in the Test match, yeah. and I turned to Brando and I said, <laughs> "This bloke." <laughs> is some sort of a bowler. All oh. I needed, all I needed, was a snapshot of one ball, and I was prepared to predict that this was going to be some wow. havoc this summer for the Australians because they just don't like that sort of. It's not necessarily the chin music, but it's up there and it comes through pretty quick.
1: Now you were on them. You were right on the money. Well, last night you would have been watching these two bowlers from New Zealand just hurtle it down. One of them hit 150, and that's too quick for Davey. Uh, And understandably, being in his pomp, in his prime, he would have handled it, but it's too quick. Here it is. If you missed it, SEN covered it last night. Final ball, Tim David, four runs needed for victory.
4: Tim Southey up against Tim
5: David. Right-hand quick against right-hand batsman. David hits powerfully to the onside. Into a gap between the He's won the game. Tim David, a brilliant, brilliant cameo at the end
0: alongside his heroic captain, Mitch Marsh, who's put on a clinic himself with seven sixes. But Tim David has come in and
4: slammed the door on New Zealand's face.
1: That is great, great calling, call. SEN. And I tell you, the call on uh, Fox was, Brett and Julian was the Aussie representative, and then they're all New Zealanders. And I get it. They were mm. so They were so excited. Pick. Because they want to beat Australia. Of course they do. You mm. know, the big sort of bully mm. across the way. And when they had 215, mm. I I couldn't see, but it looked to me there was a fair bit of. Pop, 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 whew, in the New Zealand mm. commentary team. A couple of puffs. With 32 <laughs> runs off nine balls. They were. I think there's a bit of high five on each other. <laughs> and how good are we? We're going to win this. And it's great. And the crowd, it was a good crowd. And then whooshka. And they just. A little bit flat. Oh, the bottom lip dropped. <laughs> The bottom <laughs> lip drop. We should get Ian Smith on and say, "Hey, what's going on, Smithy? <clears throat> Smithy." But anyway, um, it was great, and I, I haven't had a, I haven't enjoyed the cricket at all for a couple of summer's here, but I love that game last night.
2: Morning, Gary and Tim. I'm looking forward to handling King Eternal tomorrow at Geelong. Hopefully he gets up for the SEN crew. Hopefully a few owners come out and get a photo with him at, as oh. well. I didn't know that the King was going around at Geelong tomorrow. He
1: had a little jump out last week. Yeah, we looked at it that. It wasn't as part of our crew, because we took over Monday. You got um, a good eye for this stuff, though. You jumped. said
2: to me when he jumped, you said, Wisp, I'm concerned that he doesn't have enough room there, because he's a big strider. Yeah, yeah. He's Another, a big
1: dog. He's got to get some gate speed, because I'm told he wants some clean air. Well, mm. that's all good and well. Yeah, you I thought he had
2: to run fast to get some clean air. I thought he, ha- I thought he needed a little bit more ground as well. Did you? Yes, I thought he was going backwards. I thought he the, the... Anyway, the track he ran was a fourth. bit tight.
1: The king ran fourth. We he... may have
2: to spell him
1: soon. I think he's running at Geelong. Five lucky listeners are going to get the. I'm not sure what the prize pool for fourth would have been. They might have got a cup of coffee out of it.
2: You know when uh, you send the horse away somewhere to have it adjusted or whatever. Yeah. What do they do with the dogs? Do they send? Give them, them a run. Let them run around the paddock. In a paddock somewhere, do they? Yeah. Like just freewheeling, sort of out in a paddock. Pretty much. Oh, I don't
1: know. Yeah. I'd. Have, you wouldn't just leave him cooped up in a in a in a um, cage you know.
2: Well, stool. you're the greyhound specialist. You should know this sort of
1: stuff. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I think Pop just. Oh, they
2: had a big like big run, a big caged run. Where right. They could just fly around the. You know, have it run around. Right. Would that be the same as the way that you spell a horse or not? do you think? Yep, pretty much. Okay. I thought we might send him out to Johnny's in Epping. He's got a big yard. He's got a big big property. He's got a big yard. He He could put him in the backyard with his parrots and have him running around. And at night time, he could be out there just sort of making sure that the possums and other things don't land in his fruit trees. (laughs) Brett, this is from Brett. I'm a proud Aussie
1: and fellas... New Zealand are a proud sporting nation, so don't be arrogant. Bah, boasters. It's not an attractive quality in sport terms. You've got to be gracious and humble in victory and defeat. Come on, you too. Hey, Bretto, um, I don't know if you watched it last night. Uh, I'm, an, I'm an Aussie too, and I'm proud of our ability to win from nowhere. Mm. And we have got We've got the wood over them, not, and not in the short form, but in the longer form. Mm. And uh, that's just life, Bret. That's just that's life. And I'm a fan of New Zealand. I think they punch above their weight massively.
2: Hey, Before we talk about North Ball, because we wanted to talk about North Ball, yeah. um, before we do, I got, this is a question for you because Taylor Swift, we know that she's up in Stoke and Kidney at the moment. Mm, I thought and the she went thing. out to a restaurant. And why would she choose to go out to a restaurant in Sydney and she didn't choose to go out to a restaurant here in Melbourne?
1: I thought exactly the same. Is the thing. food
2: better up there? Why didn't we have a restaurant worthy of Taylor Swift? leaving the Crown presidential suite. We're well, supposed to be the restaurant, the food centre of Australia.
1: Where should she have gone? I could have got a table at Telltale
2: House. Yeah, some well, very nice
1: sanctuary bowl.
2: Well, I know the guys down at Village Wine Bar oh, in Albert yeah. Park that, too. The no problem the getting her cot- in there. What's that thing you have? The Cotyleda. Cotyleda? Yeah. She, uh, she's got a Cotyleda look about her. I think she'd love the Cotyleda. <laughs> What's the little... a Cotyleda look? Well, you... I think she'd be a good meat eater. All oh, right. Or is she vegetarian? I don't know if she's a vegetarian or not, but. <laughs> I don't know if she's a meat eater. No, she could
1: be, but anyway. Yeah, a bit I know. Did think coleslaw. I did think that. And then someone said to you, or oh, maybe she went out in Melbourne and no one knew about it. Impossible. Mm. That's impossible.
2: Actually, I'm off to Lamarro's for lunch uh, today. Oh. If you want to drop in and have a uh, have a um, schnitz with us. Who with? Um, Tomo, Chook, Rocky. Moose Knuckle. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Rocky? Alan Steiner. Oh, the old and group. And Chuck oh, Fowler.
1: I, I, I'm not worthy of that. That'll be nice. No, I didn't invite you. I just said that. <laughs> <For> common <laughs> mistake, Charlie's most awarded extra virgin olive oil. Uh, ground harvested and first cold pressed in Northern Victoria. Johnny from Epping is ready to roll. He's got his top eight. He's got his Brownlow medalist. He's got a review of the game yesterday against the Pies. That is compulsory this morning.
2: And when we come back, I yeah. want to talk about the new rock star who's taking Fox by storm. <laughs>
0: Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. Great to have you listening, Costa, and glad that
1: you're loving the show this morning, as uh, oh, hundreds of people. <laughs> and that's what happens at this time of the morning. We just start and ease our way into it, Whisper. <laughs> And I think, I think Costa's rung in. He wants the scores. He wants the update. You want to that from the North Melbourne game. Go on Costa. Just lighten up Costa. We Light, don't do that. Up, Costa. We just ease into the We morning. need to educate Costa. King Eternal's got box four, race five at Geelong. This is Michael who's giving me these details. Who is Mick, by the way? I don't know. What are his credentials? He's the trainer. He says he's going to push him up the front of the box and he'll come out running tomorrow, the King.
2: Hip, hip, hip. Hooray. He is a big dog, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He's long. He's got good length. Beautiful. But he just needs a little bit of room to wind up.
1: Now, what do you want to know
2: about the rock star? Oh, the rock star. Um, yeah. who is the rock star there? Because um, I saw something from who is the guy O'Neill? Is it that your put oh, I have like some a... respect. He's the boss. I haven't got his name written down though. Mick. Mick O'Neill. No, I... just Neil. No,
1: Neil. Neil. Oh, Neil <laughs> O'Mick. You've done that on purpose. <laughs> because I call Martin Lewis, Lewis Martin, Lewis Martin. Martin is he Lewis. Nick O'Neill?
2: O'Neill. <laughs> What's his name? Mick. Mick. Yes. Michael O'Neill. Mick Neil. Yeah. Mick O'Neill. No Neil. Neil.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're a dickhead. <laughs> so he's. He said. Uh, he said that you have got a new rock star in the premises, really? and the rock star is Jack Revolt. Right. He's never seen anybody as talented as Jack step out of the game into the media box. I don't box. Think he said that. He said words to those effects. He said he's the best. To come out of the game. In a long, long time. Yeah. In a long time, he said. So yeah. what are you gonna have him on the couch then if he's that good? I think Jack will be across the screens regularly. Everywhere. Regularly. Right. Maybe
1: not couch.
2: Okay. So he comes in. Have you had to delete anybody?
1: Um no. I don't think so. Right. I don't think no. I haven't we're doing our big, big thing on Tuesday. So okay. I haven't caught up
2: with all the boys. All the boys
1: weren't there. Sure, where they were actually
2: okay. And congratulations, Lethal. I see that he's got a Lethal's new going to Channel Nine. Yes, well, he's already with. Why'd you let Lethal go? The most well,
1: authoritative man in football. He's got no predator. No no, no, no natural predator. No
2: natural predator. He's already with a uh, AW, which is Age, which is Nine. Ah, They're all owned by the same organisation. Ah, I, so. I see. I are see. Are they doing a show? I see Channel Nine are doing a show on on Sunday nights. A forty yep. show on Sunday yep. nights. Yep. yep. The scoreboard or something. Yeah. Good on them. Tommy, uh, Tommy
1: Morris was in it. Right. With, I think, Jimmy. I read Jimmy Bartel, um, and also read where where Channel 9 went after Jared. I've gone after Jared Waitley to call the Olympics. Really,
2: this is a media. People know who you are,
1: man. People know who you are, man.
2: Well, he's probably the best. So they went to this is what I read. If he's not the best, he's equal to the best commentator in the country.
1: No doubt. They went to Bruce, your man,
2: yeah. Who
1: no, understandably, they, they Channel Seven said no, thank you. No, he's not up. going to do that. But they've come to Hutchie, and I'd imagine they've gone to, they they to New York, mate, and yeah. said, "Can we ever lend to Jared for three weeks?" And? and I don't know. He must be. We'll ask him when he comes in
2: for the Olympics. Yes, um, he could. Com- he could do commentary on any of the sports, Jared, at the I Olympics. Know. Anything. It, unbelievably, anything. Do you know who they should go after? I'm serious.
1: Corn for the marathon. He's in there stable already. He's already, already Channel 9. Mm-hmm. Kane Corn is a marathon. He, he's a marathon nuffy. When he talks. For specials. When he talks athletics, he can hear it in his voice, how knowledgeable and excitable mm. he is. Dave Colbert, he, he's going to do it, isn't he, I read? He, he's been doing it for, and he'll do a great job in, around the track and field. Get Corn out on the um, marathon track.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that... Why wouldn't they have? Why wouldn't they have already spoken to him? Sam Edmunds
1: putting his hand up for the cycling.
2: Yeah, he'd be good too, Sammy. He'd
1: be outstanding to do this. Get some fresh faces in there.
2: Um, morning, boys. Lovely balmy morning on the farm in Muraduck. Just a friendly reminder to leave out some more water oh. for the animals today. And some bucks, buckets of water near your beehives. Have a great day. George, great. great That's advice. a great text, George. George, great advice. It,
1: it is stinking. It, the last couple of days stink. It's going to hit 39.40 before the cool change comes in later tonight.
2: I've never seen
1: bees drink water. That's oh, interesting.
2: Tim, what do you think? Uh, what do you think? Well, I'm sure they. Well, it's interesting, isn't it? I've never, no. Have you ever seen a bee drinking water?
1: Yes, they go around and, and they take it off. the, they take the, uh, the precipitation
2: the and the dew off the uh,
1: foliage and have a little slurp.
2: I thought that the nectar might have provided the moisture for them, the bees.
1: Leave some water out for your animals. It's very, mm. very good.
2: Well, advice. our animals will be inside today with the AC on 21. Some
1: information, Costa. You wouldn't get that anywhere else. Matty Hill's calling footy for Fox Footy as well. He's a great commentator He's a too. It's com- they set it all up so they mm. go. Yeah, let's get there. We'll get him in. We'll get Tommy Morrissey. He's back. He's back in the fold. So,
2: Oh, Costa was having a joke with us. Matty
1: Hill is a Matty Hill is a very good caller.
2: He's, he's excellent call, cool. Costa, If you're going to do that though, just you've got to put a laughing emoji so that uh, we can understand it. I didn't take. Of... I didn't take Costas per- personally. Yes, I... you did. No, yes, you did. Don't be sensitive. He said he's never boys.
1: tuned in at this half hour, and yeah. I said, "Well, we don't get what we do with this half hour." That's right. That's our well, show. Mate, he must have wanted the the stats and the numbers, mm. which I watched a bit of anyway, North. Did you watch a bit of North? And, I did. and
2: Collingwood. I did. I did. I did. I did. I um. I liked. Uh, I liked what I saw. I did. I liked a lot about what I saw. Um, the North ball, I didn't know, I didn't sort of think it was going to be called North ball, but it's going to stick that, well, Johnny, that style of playing. Johnny from Epping's. he's given us, he will give us the full
1: rundown on how they're going. Um, Michael's an owner of a few greyhounds. He works for our trainer on Fridays, racing the dogs. So he's all over it. Ah. Um, his kennel name, the King is Franklin. Is that after Buddy? Don't know. Maybe. Anyway, keep us up to speed, Mick, with the King. We like to know what's going on. I thought hey, his
2: kennel name was King. Yeah. I thought last week when old mate came in, he said his uh, he, kennel name was King. Yeah, I don't know. Head
1: down the rabbit hole. We did that yesterday. Um So that's out now. The podcast, our first
2: for 2024. How do you think Go you, and
1: have you have went? have a listen to that one, Costa. How <laughs> do you think <laughs> you win? <think it> <laughs> Just
2: get the cobwebs
1: out. No, we covered a lot of territory.
2: We did. Yeah. Uh, somebody, because they know that uh, you're the man of a thousand voices and sounds, wants you to do a b noise. Have you got one there for us? Not yet. I'll work on it, but no, I didn't ask you. That's me.
1: Uh, how's Pearl going? Give us a Pearl update. This is the baby pug. Who's yeah, no, she's great. Have she's they great. Ca- have they bonded? He, her? And... Not yet. No, not yet. Not no. yet.
2: Everything's on his terms, on Brando's terms at the moment. He, she's just too small. She's only, it's like, she's tiny, 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 but... Uh, she'll be inside today under the AC at uh, 21. Righto. Uh, Paul's in Trelgan before. It's a hot house down there, at Shoreham. Geez, There's no insulation known. in the ceiling. You, Can you come down and put some insulation? Got air con? Got AC, yeah. Oh, well, that's all right. Paul's in
1: Trelgan. G'day, Paul.
0: Yeah, g'day. Uh, Gaz, how you
1: going, mate? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah,
0: good. Eh? When you got Maddie Johns on later on, um, I watched the uh, Sin City with Maddie Johns. Uh, they went over there for free... NRL, and that was one of the funniest
1: things I've ever seen on TV. Righto, I'm going to have a look at it. I haven't seen that yet. He so they did a they did like a publicity tour. He and um, I think uh, who who went with Maddie Johns? The two boy, the two big boys went with him. Anyway, we'll find out. Paul Fletch and Heine, I think went with him as well. So he's going to join us. Uh, John from Epping, we're going to be right on the money because he needs a bit of time. Georgie Samios, Sammy Edmund, all of that ready to roll up. So. Uh, That's a big show ahead, Whispers. And Costa's back. He loves the show. He thinks you're funny and uh, he's enjoying it enormously. Here's some news headlines.
0: (laughs) A sports update for Keezer. Sitting on the sidelines? Get back in the game with Keezer Physiotherapy, Rehabilitation and Strength Training well uh we've
1: spoken about australia they beat new zealand final ball of the match last night in the first of three t20s david uh, tim david four off the last ball to win they needed 32 off nine balls and got them unbelievable mitch marsh man of the match 72 not
2: out and maxi gorn has strongly denied there's an illicit drug culture at melbourne also admitted there are issues and that he and the club won't hide and they'll make sure they get them right gorn said that he is there to support joel smith as a teammate and friend
1: Yep. Uh, Sam Edmund uh, in later. We'll discuss further. Andrew Dillon says the league won't do its own investigations with Sports Integrity Australia. Investigation remains ongoing. Zach Merritt's going to lead the Bombers again with Andy McGrath as his backup. Cole Langford has committed
2: to the club until 2027. Good news. Yeah, he had a great season last year. When asked about Taron Thomas yesterday, North Melbourne assistant Jed Aycock said the Kangaroos coaching staff are focusing on the players that are training and available to play at the club right now, so I didn't want to talk about that. Collingwood's released a doco which will be exclusive to Hoyt Cinemas across the country. Mm. It the 2023 final series and the premiership wow um gee, there wouldn't be a collingwood fan that wouldn't want to watch that jack martin's got Yeah, indeed. he's got some problems
1: he's here. got a little knee strain a little medial strain jack and uh not gonna take any risk with sammy walsh either we spoke about his back issues so a uh, couple little concerns for the blue baggers they take on geelong today in match simulation the cats have got a full strength side Gary Rowan, the only notable absentee, and the other one is Sydney and the Giants.
2: That's right. And it was silly of you to suggest that uh, bees don't drink water because you said what that. else would they do? What else would they do? They're always out there drinking the full bucket well, of water well, that sits under yours, a tap. Exactly
1: right. Um GWS in Sydney as well today at 10 a.m. and then eleven thirty Carlton are up against Geelong and then Brisbane take on the Suns at five o'clock. And that blows def- day right there.
2: That's right. And that bloke definitely won't be at the lunch today. Whoever sent that text message in.
1: <laughs> Unwind as you wander and set sail with the spirit of Tasmania from $69 Conditions apply. Is there anything you want to tick off before we take a break and get Johnny because he's wound up.
2: He's, um, well, you've set in the task. You've asked him to do his top eight. You've asked him for his. Uh, he wants to do his uh, five players that he lo- most likes to watch after he was listening to he's us. Done a,
1: he's done his five favourites. His
2: five favourites as well. well.
1: I want to get his review yesterday. I was a bit taken with, a, with the talent he was at too. the Kangas, which is all you care about. Don't worry about the result, but how they want to play and mm. the names that are going through there. So, And the Pies had... Yeah, you know, the vast majority of their premiership team out, so less about them. Although they they're going to be great again, I'd imagine.
2: And it's really, really hot today. It's going to be really hot.
4: Everybody getting on my damn nerves. So goddamn hot. <laughs>
2: that's about as much as we can play about. That mm-hmm. is one of the funniest. Have you ever what listened that? to that whole thing? What is it? I'll show you during the break. There's very little of it we can play actually because of the language that's used, but. Uh, that's all about the AC and how oh, damn man. hot it is in here.
1: Well, it's going to be stinking today. So um, if you're going to go and watch those games, take that into consideration. We're going to take a break. Geelong, uh, sorry, North Melbourne went to the AIA Centre. Uh, John from Epping, our main man, went down as our reporter. And he's going to give us a full summary. I wonder if he got mobbed
2: down there. He may well have. Uh, is it possible that the game will get called off if it's it too hot? What's the, uh, I would think you, so. You, you can walk off a building site yeah, if it gets if it, to 34 degrees. Well, if it
1: gets to 40, I mean, and you wouldn't be playing footy, would you? Although well, it's a pretty important hit-out because there's only two, two hit-outs against opposition clubs before the uh, the season starts. So you'd want to get some game time under your belt. 10 o'clock will be fine. Get it. 5 o'clock up in Brisbane there, well, they know what they're doing. Geelong and Carlton will be in the heat of the day at 11.30, but they'll look after their players, I'm sure. Everybody getting on my damn nerves. It's so goddamn hot.
0: Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. Uh, Carlton
1: Geelong is 11.30 for someone that was asking at Icon Park. So uh, get down and watch the Blues and the Cats. Pretty full squads, I think, the Cats. And uh, Blues have got a couple of injury concerns. But no concerns for the all-conquering kangaroos. I tell you what, they wandered into AIA Stadium against the reigning Premier and put them to the sword. Johnny would have been dancing. I'm not sure what was going on through the middle of that game when they just banged on about seven goals. Mm. But he
2: went straight to AFL house after the game and lined up for finals tickets apparently. <laughs> he
1: joins us on the line. Is that true, Johnny? <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'll tell you. I told Timmy many times. It should have be been an entertainer, not a, 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 a football caller or talking to the radio or television. It should have be been an entertainer. He would have made a lot of money.
1: Oh, he can start entertaining here if he wants. <laughs> uh, um, how good did they look, your boys? I know you're uh, in a different stage of your development. Might have been more, a little bit more important to get games under the belt for your boys, but pretty exciting, Johnny.
4: Well, I guess a win is a win, isn't it? Oh. But... Collingwood had about a nine, ten of their best player out. Yeah. And plus, and plus, we had some about six or seven good play out as well. But you reckon the hierarchical Collingwood would have told the player, go 100 kilometres an hour? You know, they would have said, just said, take it easy, you know, don't go and kill yourself. You know, <laughs> they can't afford to have a Nick, uh, Nick Dacos injury or his brother injury, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. They just play just a day you know? Oh, you know yeah. How? I mean, He's, playing, uh, it a, uh, He's yeah. playing it down. That's what call colour match
1: He's playing it down, with Exactly. He's
3: keeping
4: a lid on it.
2: Exactly. Um, do you like this new North ball they're playing?
4: Yeah, of course. Oh, they, they all play really well. Especially Wadlow played really good. The Uniac played well. Nick Larkin played really, really well. You know, they, they all play well. Then when the opposition let you to play well, you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. When the opposition let you to play the game you, you wanted to play, and then everyone play well. Yeah. But when the really game start that's when I'm concerned. That's when I wanted to see them play well. I know Nick Lucky, It doesn't matter if it's a practical match or a, a point match. He always gives a hundred percent. You know.
1: Mm. Well, I've got I've written down your midfield for this year and beyond. Wardlaw, who's a beast. Sheezle Davies Uniak. Dylan Stevens did some nice things. McKircher will go there and, uh, eventually. Phillips, Powell, Scott, Dersma. You've got some depth of talent going through there, uh,
3: uh, Johnny. Yeah.
4: yeah, yeah, we got a lot of depth there because, you see, uh, for the last two, three years, we, we weren't lucky enough to get fifth priority pick sort of thing, you know, and that yeah. happened to be a center players, you know, yeah. but I always, sorry, always would have liked to have a, a center a forward player or full, a full back player, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, we never had the chance to get a players like that, nah. but eventually like you say last week, it might be we have to get rid of one or two players to get a, the player we need from other clubs. So who knows? Yeah, yeah you yeah, trade.
3: Yeah, you
1: might yeah. trade some of those big boys in. But there's a bit. There was a bit to like there for the Kangas. You can see what they're trying to do. Did you? We, did you get recognised? Did, you, did you, we do an autograph? No, no,
4: no. I went there. When I was walking around the ground, I saw Earl Gerald. He was getting cooked on top of the balcony, ready to <laughs> call the game. He didn't have an umbrella or nothing, no, just but... an open sun. And oh, I thought, no, way, going to survive there half a day <laughs> oh, under no. 35
1: degrees? Oh, he's, and he's got a thinning thatch up there, too. He, would get some, um... he
4: didn't have a head. He didn't <laughs> have nothing no. on his head. I don't know if, it, if he put a... A handkerchief. You know, <laughs> oh, no, I don't know. I don't know how he done it. Oh, he
2: could have well. put a handkerchief on his head or something, couldn't he? <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, a handkerchief. No, he had nothing. <laughs> nothing. But on the end, uh, I saw they put a uh, couple of extra big umbrella there.
2: Oh, ah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you did you go there by train yesterday, or did you take yeah, your car? Yeah,
4: yeah, We went by train. Uh, got off at of Jolmont, and we walked right across the MCG. Yeah. And beautiful. You and Alfredo. No, no, I had my mate Frankie. Oh, Frankie. Yeah,
2: I met, I met uh, Frankie. Who is Frank? For? Who is he going uh, for?
4: He, he's at Collingwood.
1: Frank. Oh. Frank was at the drinks We that you, you didn't go to. Did Frank have too many yeah, like Alfredo I or not? He gave it a nudge, Frankie. Don't worry about that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, We uh, we set you a task. Have you come up with yeah, your top yeah. eight Your top eight this year?
4: Yeah, okay. I'm going to give you my top five. But not always uh, on the end of the year they're going up. Savoy, yeah. I, I pick Brisbane Line to finish first, yep. Collingwood to finish second, yeah. Carlton to finish third, Sydney finish fourth, mm. Geelong fifth, Port of the Line sixth, the Giants seven, Essendon on the eighth, and if Essendon doesn't make, I reckon Richmond will make. Where's
3: Melbourne?
4: What have you done with Melbourne. my demons? The demons, all the problems you've been having your club, when you talk about demons, if I were you, I wouldn't even mention the demons. be not, be kind. It's so a tough think... couple yeah, of days. Well, that's why you should never mention them, so stay out
1: of the trouble. You don't jump off, though, just because there's a few problems.
4: Oh, I don't jump off, but I, I, I like it. Christian Petraca as a player. Yeah. But on the moment, the way your club would. <laughs> Goes on. I don't know that. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what's happened to that club. Uh, I don't know what's happened. Right, I thought that well, my club they had a lot of trouble over the years, but your club will be just as well.
1: We'll be mm. talking about them with Sam Edmund when he joins us, but you haven't got him in the eight. That's a big controversy right there. No,
4: because, uh, you know, when you start to have a, a big problem like they have now. Yeah. Mm. See, it doesn't matter what the people say. They got the players this and that, but the players—they're not concentrating on their job. No. Um, it doesn't uh, matter what the people say. We'll you interview it. a player, say, "Ah, oh, no. head <laughs> up to the club. We, we know what we're doing." <laughs> That's rubbish.
2: <laughs> who's, who's going to win the brown light?
4: I reckon the brown. If Nick DiCosa doesn't get injured. He should be favored to have the. Oh, yeah. I'll pick him last year and then he got injured and, and bad luck. Otherwise, he would have won last year. Oh. He's
2: your favourite player in the whole competition, I think, Nick Day. Yes,
4: because um, <laughs> he's a good player. He's not a show off. You know, he's a, he just going to the ground and play the game the way he can. And that's it. That's right. why I like him. And right, so t- you know which one I like too as well? Ooh. We didn't play a senior game yet. Mm. It's Nick Watson. Oh, the wizard. He went. He went to Hawthorn, and yeah. I wish not the Melbourne would have the chance to pick him. He's a little. He's gonna terrify the defender from other clubs of this year. I'm telling you. Wow, well, because Tim
1: sure. and I did our five favourite players. Have you got three other favourites?
4: Oh yeah. Oh, you want the favourite players? Yeah, favourites. Yeah, I got the favourite players. Well, who have you got? Yeah. Uh, na- you say you don't have to, you know, let it to pick your own. That's right.
1: Uh, no, no one from North Melbourne. No.
4: Okay, I yeah. got Nick Dykoff. Yes. Yep. Dasimo.
3: Yep. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Uh,
4: the lizard, what do you call him uh, Nick Blackie. <laughs> the lizard. Yeah. he's f- a good player? I Tell you. <laughs> what is, is he would apply. He's supposed to play for North anyway. But uh, yeah. what is does Gary?
2: What does Gary call him? The lizard. Yeah.
4: Because when you run, you run like
1: a lizard. <laughs> That's right, he runs like a lizard. That's exactly right. Who
2: else you got?
4: And uh, uh Charlie... Cameron from a Brisbane line? Yeah. Yep.
2: yep. Yep. You just like the At song. You, you just like the song they play every time Charlie kicks a goal. You're a country and Western fan. That's No, why. no,
4: no. That's I've not even listened to the song. I just like the way he goes around when the ball goes near the goal square, something is going to happen. And, and the- that's what that's what the. The supporters, the members and like like, when you have a player like him mm. to terrify their position defenders, you know, you know something's going to happen.
2: And you like his celebration too when he gets on his Vespa after he's kicked the goal, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I,
4: don't, I don't know about that. I just like him the way he plays.
1: And who was your last one? i missed that.
4: Oh, like the last one, I told you, he didn't even play it. A game, yet, oh, I the a game. But I tell you what, I love that Nick Watson.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. good. Now, what about the wooden spoon?
4: The wooden spoon. Oh, it's very hard this year.
3: Yeah.
4: Oh, I, I don't think in October we're really gonna get the wooden spoon this year the way they play. But I might be West Coast Eagles.
1: Yeah, maybe. I think I think they'll whoever's down there might win more games than they have previously. So that might oh, be something.
4: Such... yeah, but if they win more games than what they done last year. Mm. Who's going to be on the on the bottom of the ladder? North Melbourne again, out there,
2: eh? <laughs> oh, the lid's coming <laughs> back off.
1: And it that, was on and now it's
4: coming off.
2: And before we let you yeah. go, how are your, how are your parents going, uh, Nicky and Gary? Uh, they, they,
4: they don't find the parrots. <laughs> anyway, forget about the parrots. Forget about Yesterday, it. Yep. I had a last talk to uh, Run Like a Smile.
2: <laughs> Scotty the, Penelbury? Did you?
4: Yeah, I had a nice talk to him yesterday. You know who you were? And uh, you have to get him you have to get him to be on the on the studio with the, you one morning yeah. because he doesn't even know SN radio existed.
2: Oh, come
1: no, on. he's only oh,
3: saying i He's telling you. Yeah, pretty sure.
4: He said to me, John, I didn't even know a uh, SN existed. Uh, I, I never listened to the radio. I he's one of those blokes, of uh, can, you him, can you get him on the radio, on your studio one morning?
2: Well, why didn't you organise him yesterday for us?
4: Well, you reckon my name is Tim Watson? <laughs> no, you're John from Epping. <laughs> Yeah, exactly right. I'm Jonathan
2: Redding, mate. This is the thing I needed to talk to you about too because there was a big two-page article in The Age last weekend all about Epping and the fact that it's... and They overlooked you completely, the most important person that lives in that part of the world, not one mentioned in the article.
4: Gosh, uh, you know, I uh, retired eight, nine years ago and I'm... Stay home all the time I don't go around I just do my he's own little thing nah. no one knows me. he's, no, he's not
2: Johnny took me for a tour of, uh, of Epping he was just driving up anybody's <laughs> driveway bipping <laughs> his horn waving at him through the window he's the mayor of Epping
4: yeah because when I was working for the council I used to go around all the time for my job and uh, I used to no, on your
1: local, yes. Hey, what number have you got your air conditioning on today? It's going to get the 38 or 39 degrees. What number air, what, what temperature? Um,
4: mine
1: is 21. That's yeah, perfect. 21. Spot on. Hey, good to talk to you. Kangas looked pretty good yesterday. We'll have a chat about it more out of 7 o'clock, but uh, I think you're on the up. I think you're on the way up, and gee, you flattened me I out when to, you had I a go to at my club. You've really
2: flattened yeah, me yeah. out. Gary's tomatoes are still green too. Can you give him a
4: suggestion? Oh, Green, mine they're just about finished.
1: <laughs> you gave me the dud plants, I think you gave me the <laughs> green. No, I didn't you gave give me you gr- the dud plants, i <laughs> give you
4: my plants, the same one I got. I'll sell the bend. you look after them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: they're massive, but they're green anyway. We'll talk about that oh, next they're
4: week. gonna come red, <laughs> right. and I it with days like it to the, uh, today. It's gonna so, come red, uh, and I so Christmas.
1: Uh, thanks for joining us. Have <laughs> a great day <laughs> today. <laughs> look after
2: those parrots, Johnny.
4: <laughs>
1: okay, see you, boys. <laughs> Boy, for a limited time, I only get any size soft drink for a buck. Value more means more at Maccas. He's a beauty. He is a beauty and he's I could I could sense the lid just starting to bubble there. he
2: he tried to play it down. He's brave too though. He went up to runs like a snail yesterday. (laughs) He did too.
0: Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. Matty Johns
1: is going to join us, 7.40. He's been over to Vegas. He's about to head back over the NRL, playing their two opening games over there. It'll be great to catch up for the first time for the year with Matty. Georgie Samuels been hanging out with Scotty Pippen. He's going to wander in and Sam Edmund. With all of the news kicking around, out of seven o'clock, we'll get stuck into the more serious stuff that you might want to have a chat about, uh, including the demons, including the match practice yesterday, whatever it is you want to have a chat about.
2: Are you going to put that photo of you and uh, that great tan you had no. and, and the board? No, the no. the surfing one. No. What What did you I, have?
1: All I did is to tell you that I've been I've surfed. I'm, I, you said you wanted to surf. I said oh, I haven't you seen at?
2: you out on the surf. I like. showed
1: you the picture in Hawaii. And what? Yeah, no,
2: the other one. Which one? With you and the board. Yeah. Yeah. What about it? Yeah. Well, can we put that one up? No.
1: That's just for you. <laughs> and I'm putting that. For, you want me to
2: put some of the photos up that you sent oh, I took my Mel out to uh, Honeysuckle for a surf. He was struggling to Mel get up. Mel Brown. He's a much better, he was a much better newsreader than he was a
0: surf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, jumped, ah! jumped all over that. Sorry. Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. Maddie Johnson to join us this hour. George
1: Samios, Sam Edmund, and your calls and text messages are always welcome. I think just before we launch into a few other issues, we've got a few things we want to tick off on. First, the air conditioning, which you can help me out on. The other one is, let's go the other way. You know how everyone says, look, it's only match simulation. Let's mm. not read too much into it. Let's mm. go the other way. Let's read everything. <laughs> Let's read everything. Yeah, there's been
2: – back in the day when we had the preseason competition, though, there were teams that came out of the blocks really early in the piece and looked really good during those games, and that form held for the rest of yeah. I remember watching the first year that St. Kilda emerged under Grant Thomas. They played a practice. They played a preseason game in the preseason competition. They won it. Yep, but they played their first game against Adelaide at Adelaide, and they looked magnificent. Mm. And that form, and you couldn't have been anything other than impressed, walking away from that game. And at the time, people, well, it's only a preseason. Let's game. read it. Well, it, it, it held. Well, it held. Let's go and read it. And in 1993, that. Essendon played against Geelong down I at uh, Cardinia Park. Knew come back and back. that held as well. They looked good, the boys, and that's when the whisk started to get a little bit excited about going back and playing. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've been talking A C because it's gonna be hot today, bloody hot today, so just make sure that uh, you stay. Everybody cool. getting
3: on my damn nerve. Twenty one I mean, degrees. So <laughs> <hot.
2: laughs> twenty one we say. said we said that we set the AC at twenty one, right? Yep. But according to Big Al, who's been in the business, mm-hmm. right? He said it 50 should be easy he reckons he's been. He in the industry, said it? it should be set at twenty three point five.
1: Twenty three point five. And
2: everyone in Melbourne will save power on the grid. He's moved to F N Q, which I'm a that, that's gotta be far might, north Queensland. You
3: might
2: have <laughs> He moved there ten years ago <laughs> yeah. and he's had to adjust the setting on the remote to twenty-five.
1: That's your heater. Big
2: help if you got on a twenty-five. <laughs> that's not your air conditioner. So yes. maybe maybe you and I are wrong. Maybe we've got to go up oh, a couple of degrees. It's
1: funny you say that because I've moved to a new place and it it does once I go below twenty-three, it gets too cold. Mm. So maybe maybe, maybe
2: maybe Big Al is right. And this one for you too. What? When you're clean shaven, you look 39 to 40. <laughs> when you have a beard, you look 65 to 67. I love your beard. Where does
1: it say that it's, it's about me? It's got a little me? bit
2: of pepper. Uh, pepper well, it doesn't say it's about you. No. I think it's just a statement, a general blanket type statement. Oh, okay. I will. There was somebody. No, who was I looking at last night before I went to bed on my um, on my uh, feet? Oh, Russell Crowe. He shaved off his beard. Did yeah, he had the big sort of bushy, yeah. bushy grey beard. He yeah. shaved that up. He does look about twenty years younger.
1: Um, right, well let's read too much into yesterday. That's the way we're going okay. to attack
2: these practice
1: matches. There's uh, three on today: the Matt Sims, the Kangaroo midfield group, which Johnny's right. Oh, here we go. Big statement it's, here. Well, that's what I'm saying. Let's yeah. read lots you're going to read it. too much into yeah, it. Yeah, i going to okay. read too much into it. Is it? It's got the makings of taking them where they need to go. Right. And Johnny's right. Either end, they got you know they got Nick Larky, which I know you want to talk about, and then at the back end, they're a bit vulnerable. But that's you can see where they're what they're trying to do here. If you've been down the bottom for a long time, mm. which they have been, you want to hope that you can assemble a list that can get you a little
2: bit interested. War, so they're not building. They're not building from the back forward. No, they're the, building from the guts either way. Well, it looks well. They've taken the best. It looks like to me anyway.
1: So. Wardlord, Davies, Uniacke, Sheasel, Stevens, McEachern, Durza, Phillips, Powell, Scott. I mean, that's mm. that's. Well, I think it's genuine talent anyway. So good on them.
2: So, given that we're reading too much into it, mm-hmm. have they got the potential? Finals. Have they got the potential to be better than the Brisbane Lions? Voss, Black, <laughs> yep. Ackermanis, well, who, Lappin.
1: Who's to say in three to four years' time that we're not going to say Sheasel, Davies, Uniacke? Wardlaw
2: and McKercher, too.
1: McKircher are the best midfielder in the
2: comp. McKircher will be a midfielder, won't he? 100 probably. Yeah. yeah, he kicks the ball Dursley nicely didn't too. didn't
1: play yesterday, as, um, so he's got to throw him in the mix. Um, Paul Curtis. So let's yeah, let's mm. get more serious now. Paul Curtis is a player who our man Brook brought up, and and he he's one of those ones that you gotta. Well, I'm late, probably late to the party. I understand he's a talented player. But he just looks like he's thriving at the moment, Paul mm. Curtis. And you you wanted to say that we don't appreciate Nick Larky enough.
2: Well, I don't think we do. I think if he was playing in another team, we'd be talking about – like Jamara uga and uh, others get more uh, accolades and they have more written about them. That's and true. there's more expression around them, more conversation around them. This bloke kicked 71 goals, 24 last year oh, yeah. in the North Melbourne team. So he doesn't get the looks, the best, the as good a look as what a lot of other Fords do in the competition. So, like, my question to you, given that you're the uh, key Ford whisperer, how, how, how good might he be? Like, well, 71,
1: well, 71 goals as answers your question already from a, from a wooden spoon team. Yeah. That's how good he is. That's an unbelievable performance. It is. Because you're not getting great looks. You're one out. You're being doubled. You know, the the focus Mm. goes to you pretty quickly. And you've still managed to kick 71 goals in a team that struggles to score at times.
2: So so what is it about him? Um,
1: There's a nonchalance. He's a one-on-one. He's a a really good one-on-one player, clearly. And he kick, he must he can, be he,
2: quicker than he looks off the yeah, mark too because he gets nice separation at times.
1: Yep, Converts well. Separation is about yeah, quick and power and all that sort of It's also about reading what's unfolding in front of you. You know, if you can move at mm. the right time, there will be a lot of quick folks that will never get separation in the right times. And he seems to get them all at the right time, so you, that's exciting, I reckon.
2: With a young team of players, um, and that you know, you're implementing a new game plan. They're playing this thing called North Ball, right? Which means that they're going to. It looks like they're going to try and get some of their speed and their uh, good line-breaking type players across half-back, break from there even by handball and just sort of bring the ball down like they did yesterday. Now, at times it's going to come unstuck because you're going to come up against stronger opposition and teams are going to go to work on you and that type of thing. Um, do you think they'll stick to that? Do you think they'll be brave enough over the course of the year to try and maintain that style of football?
1: They should be. They should be encouraged. But I'm sure that Clarko and the group will encourage them to keep doing it. The natural instinct is you go into your shell a bit if you get one mm. wrong. So you've got to say, listen, let's not worry. Let's keep going. And, and you know, they, they've clearly they've got Mekircha as a kicker off halfback. Sheezal who can play off halfback clearly. They've got and recruited Zach Fisher, who they want to get the ball into his hands at every single chance they get. So there's, a, there's an mo. There's clearly an mo yeah. there, and yeah. we get it. And um, yeah, they played against the Collingwood side. It was it was interesting at times. So this Collingwood side, which was yeah, you know, devoid of seventy yeah. percent of their guns. So they were trying to play. Anyway, from the telly you know, I was watching, trying to play how they play aggressively, push up, defend. Mm. But when they got through, geez, there were some holes. There was like Swiss cheese everywhere in yeah. the Magpies. So do you think? Through.
2: Do you think there's a way of breaking down the way that Collingwood play?
1: No, I think everyone knows that. You know how aggressive they're going to be. So what do you do? Well, if you can get through, you're going to get good looks. Yeah, you know, yeah getting, I know. But the, how getting do through, how the, do you get through? Well, this is the this is the, but you know, the it the seems question. to me. I... Hands and run and carry. And... So
2: you break them down by actually running at them, yeah. drawing them forward. I think. That's but then you've got to be injury. very, you've got to be very slick. You've got to be very quick, and you've got to be very agile to get through there. Yeah, because yeah. once you get through there, because of the way they push up, and a lot of teams do this. Yeah. But we've seen once you can get through, then those guys that are sort of like the back line of their defence, mm. Darcy, they've got no coverage.
1: No, but they yeah. So they they take really aggressive positions. Because of the way they play, so Darcy Moore doesn't play. Darcy Moore's not a back shoulder. He, he takes really aggressive defensive positions, mm. and you saw Isaac Quainor, on one of our. We've been talking about Isaac for a couple of days. He had well for fifteen minute period there. He was he was all at sea, giving away free kicks and being caught out on, on transition, just because they got through too quickly in the second quarter, particularly the one that I was watching more closely. So, um, but what happens then is they go and play next week against the 70% that weren't there and all of a sudden that defensive stuff is in better shape and you don't get through and you aggressively run, they turn it over and you look up the scoreboard and it's seven goals to two.
2: This is Jed Adcock uh, uh, talking
0: post-game. Oh, well, I think besides getting the win, um, you know, round 24, there's a lot of talk about winning the last game last year, but when you're with a team that hasn't won much footy, winning culture is really important. So besides the win, that was really important, but um, you can see the, the boys really trying to put into play what we've practiced over the pre-season.
1: That's a, that I, would be the most important thing. I agree with that. They drill it all year, yeah. all summer rather, yeah. and then go, well, let's see what happens under some pressure. And look, it appears that they had a crack
2: at it. Yeah, you want vindication, don't you? Mm. And I, I think, you know, like the average fan probably looks at that game and, you know, Collingwood fans will say, oh, you know, they beat half a team. But for them and what they're building and the confidence that they're trying to build as part of that, winning is important. I mean, that's what yeah. the game is all about. It's about winning.
1: Yeah. And they did. And the, that
2: culture gets you know, built as a result of that.
1: And it doesn't matter for the teams who have enjoyed success and, you know, for whatever reason, they can scoff at that and go off, oh, you
2: know. Mm. But it is 100%. You've been there. I've been there. Yeah. Everyone's been there. It makes a difference. Even if there are no, no uh, four-point practice games, it makes a difference.
1: Nick Larky must have been stiff not to win the best and fairest. I'm looking at here. Harry Sheers out of Super hmm. 197 votes, 71 goals in the team. He, he and he was a runner-up, so he was thereabouts. But no, it's exciting. So, well done, Magpies. I, I think most people watching it were probably more focused on North yeah. Melbourne because we. Well, I think we will understand where the Maggies are at, and um, Bobby Hill looks like he's you know potentially going to go to another level.
2: So. And for Collingwood though, yesterday, because those blokes got an opportunity because so many of their you know, their A graders weren't playing, that gives the Collingwood coaching panel an opportunity to look at, you know, what they're capable of doing as well. Reese McInnes was the one that sort of caught my eye a little mm. bit. So I know he's And been... McCreary in the midfield, what do you think about that?
1: Yeah, I like it. He's a power you know the great... him in there a bit. He's powerful. He's and... got he's got power. He's got separation. power steering, he can get out Gets of a out. really Gets tight spot front. quickly, can't he? Can get out the front, as they say. So anyway, good. Ring up if you want to make an observation from yesterday. One three hundred seven three six seven three six zero four double three nine nine eleven sixteen. You're making plenty of observations there, as always. Um, we oh, woke I up. I y- Dylan Stevens, Dom. I thought he well. Anyway, the second quarter, which I watched most of, I thought he was great.
2: The big news around yesterday, we woke up yesterday, and there was a story in the Herald Sun uh, about the fact that uh, Joel Smith had been uh, cited for trafficking of cocaine. That was always going to be the biggest story, Max Corn. Mm. Uh, did a um, marketing exercise yesterday with the AFL. He was always going to be asked about this. This is what he had to say about the culture at the football club.
0: I'm incredibly bullish that we've got the right, the right, the right culture. No culture's ever fixed. I know Trax said this heaps. Um, we're always working on it. In terms of the actual drug culture, that the expression's been used, i go back to that original comment. And Until someone tells me that the hair tests that we have done are proving that we're a drug culture... That's the only market that we have. So in my 10 years, no one's come and told me that our club has a drug culture. So I'm going to go by that.
2: Melbourne well, were very keen to put that message out yesterday. Um, I spoke to a number of different people and they were talking about the same thing. And uh, this is the one thing that they can point to when they're talking about their culture. And that mm. is the hair testing that's conducted by the AFL. Yeah. And where they sit in comparison yeah. to all the other AFL clubs. Yeah. And they are very low on that scale.
3: Yeah. So yeah, for them,
2: right. they're saying, okay, well, that's the best marker that we have. You can have all the conversations around who's doing what, but we are telling you by the hair testing that's conducted by the AFL, we have no control over that. We are submitted to that. We are on the very, very, very low end of the AFL scale.
1: And if they were that you would expect that the AFL would be telling them that, hey, this is yeah. telling us. But what – I mean, that's not going to make great reading. What, what makes great reading is – People like Campbell Brown to come out and you know, like, well, quotes and provocative quotes, and mm. this, this is the stuff that that's the world we live in. No, no, isn't no it? I was just about to say this is what they've got to put up with mm. because you put yourself in this situation, you open yourself up to everyone who does he really know it's going to, I wouldn't think so, but it's a you know, it's a dollar quote, let's get it up there. Brown says this is what you got to live with, mm. and you can't complain about it, you just got to cop it. and. I said this last. I said this yesterday when we had that interview back in October, and you know, I, I took issue with what Purdy said about the culture, and he's he was saying this, and then and Simon Goodman said, "Look, no good talking about it." Now, the only thing that's changed since then is that the the um, the text message situation has come out. I mean, we knew what would, mm. what had happened with Joel Smith back in October. They say they've had a great four or five months of training, and they're trying to get Clayton back into a situation, but. You you can't complain about this. You put yourselves or your club into this position, then you're going to get these you know, voices who want to say this and that, and mm. you're just going to have to cover it, and you've got to prove it by your actions that you've changed.
2: Andrew Dillon, who is the new AFL CEO, had this to say about uh, the investigation that's currently being conducted by Sports Integrity Australia.
0: The investigation is done by Sports Integrity Australia The information that they have, it's up to them to decide who they pass it on to. And under the Anti-Doping Code, they provide us, the AFL, with certain information. What they do with that is really uh, their call under their legislation. At the moment, the issue is with Sports Integrity Australia, and that process will play out over the coming weeks and months. And and until that's done, there won't be any parallel investigation.
1: Now, so as a supporter listening to that, all I can say is, or all I can hope and read into it is that if there is a massive issue there, the AFL wouldn't be saying that by by virtue of their testing results. They'd be, they wouldn't be saying there's no parallel investigation.
2: No. No, what they're saying is at this stage there's no parallel investigation. Yeah. That's what they're saying. Yeah. yeah. So we'll watch with great interest,
1: but there's no good complaining about it. You've got to cop it and you've got to prove where you are with it. Uh, Simon is on the line. Morning to you, Simon. Hi, hey, boys. Um, I, I just heard
2: you've
5: got Matty Johns coming up a bit later this hour. He started a podcast with his son Cooper, um, and they interviewed different people. And he interviewed Nathan Cleary, and I got to meet him last year, late last year, uh, at a private function. And he is by far and away the most humble bloke. But what he's done in the NRL, he's like Dusty, like I'm sure Gary, you saw the grown vinyl. And I just wanted you to pass it on to Matty that. Uh, he was the most humble bloke in the whole marquee on Derby Day last year. He spoke to everyone, so friendly. And you wouldn't think he was like the dusty like of the a- uh, AFL. Well,
3: that's,
1: that's good to hear because his performance in that grand final in the NRL last year was as good a performance in a big mm-hmm. moment as I've seen ever. Mm-hmm. He's just clearing. He's, He's a, a star. star. We'll come back with more after this.
0: Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson.
1: Uh, book online for the best rates at melbourneairport.com.au and SEM Breakfast, which is powered by mm. Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia together.
2: Talking about your Kubota, um, I had a call yesterday from Stuart Fox. You know that uh, they're relaying two-thirds of the MCG turf, yes. which is 12,000 square metres of grass. Yes, He's heard you and I talk about our ride on mowers. Yes. He said, look... Would it be possible that you might have a little bit of spare time? Because yes. they've got to game go there in 22 days. They're Love just to. a little bit worried about it being absolutely cheery ripe and at the right height. They're a couple of mowers short there at the MCG. Would you and Gary well, I... have the time to drop off and just help out? And I said yes. <laughs> I said, look, I can't speak on behalf of Gary. He's a lot busier than I am. I would talk to Stuart and say, I'd be
1: very happy too. I wouldn't have you go down there with your dumpy old mower. What are you talking about? You don't get a nice smooth cut like the Kubota does. How do you know? I well, just
2: I'm about to have it serviced. I'm going to put well, new blades on it. All right. Well, I got a forty. Oh, well no, I got a fifty-four inch deck. So and how how big's your deck? Yours? It's not even
1: a zero turn. Your mower. That's that doesn't how, need
2: to be. Yes, it does. It doesn't need to be. Tony,
1: help me out, please. You're in Craigieburn, good morning to you. Oh, good day, boys. How are you going? Yeah, going well, thanks. Look, I'm going to put it out there. Um, the Blues had a soft draw last year. The who did? Just when the, the, the Blue Boys. Oh, did they? Yeah, well, well, they
5: finished outside of the eight, didn't they? So they get the middle sort of range teams. That's how it sort of works, not it? On the,
1: yeah, on the year before. But you end, up, you end up might having to play someone twice that improved that much. They're one of the better teams. Well, it didn't quite work out that way. Okay. And i just putting it out there. I'm trying to get into the draw to win the car, I guess. Um... Like a bit of debate.
4: Well, they find it harder this year with
1: the harder draw. All right. Did the Blues have an easy draw? And that's well, the only reason they
2: got through. The Blue fans will come
4: uh, yeah, they, they, thick they, and they, fast. The easy that draw was the wasn't case. helping
1: them halfway through the year when they looked like they were going to miss everything. And then they rallied and flew home. Good on your tone. Rob's in Cheltenham. G'day, Robert.
5: Uh, good morning, boys. I'm a uh, St Kilda supporter. Yep. And I met Clayton Oliver down at the swimming pool yesterday. And I'm telling you, he looked super fit. He was training really hard on his own. And I was really impressed. I had a chat to him, spoke to me about the St Kilda Footy Club, the Melbourne Footy Club. He was off to do a stretching session in an hour's time after that. I couldn't be more impressed with that bloke. He spoke really well. He was polite, shook my hand. It was fantastic. Good no, on you. Good
1: on you, Rob. Uh, That's mate, a nice story. I'd hope that most players are like that. And I, we know him. I know him. You know him. He's a, he a I good don't guy. know him. No, I don't know I him. don't know him. Mm. Not that. And like um, he trains hard. That's never been an issue. He's been – in fact, he's manic in the way he prepares and trains. So I'm not surprised to hear that. And we'd, everyone – well, most people are help, hopeful that he's just putting you – know, uh, each step in front of the other, and mm. they're all positive at the moment. Good on you, Rob.
2: You did a lot of uh, swimming training back in the day, did yes. you? You were talking about that before we came on air this morning, too. I do have
1: got a big gob. <laughs> all you talk about is what we... I will talk about what you told me if you keep going
2: on with that. Ronnie <laughs> he is... You said Wisp was approached by the Australian Ronnie, Olympics. That is rubbish.
1: Ronnie's the in The computer Romsey.
2: Barcelona.
1: That's what you said. Hey, Ronnie. <laughs> hey,
4: boys. Uh, just a quick one. Uh, the MCG... I wonder if we can find out what name of the grass it is and who makes it because yep. I just put a Tiff Tuff Bermuda
5: out in the front of my house and at the back, um, back I had a nullaball Cooch.
3: Right. And, no, uh, no. I'm
5: really interested to find out what type of uh, what type of Well, I is can there. tell you. We
1: can mm-hmm. tell you. HG Sports is the manufacturer, the grass manufacturer, and it's Eclipse Stabilised Turf. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. There you yeah. go, Ronnie. Yeah. No worries, thank you. <laughs> so if you want it to come, put some in your backyard, go yeah. and grab some e- eclipsed stabiliser.
2: I know. The that the stabilising means, though, that it's grown on a lot of uh, soil. So when it goes down, it's got a great anchor in the ground and it doesn't move around. Right. now, Ka- I'm sure we've got plenty of time to get this turf laid properly.
1: Kaz has uh, responded. they one of our great listeners. She's in Kilmore. Carlton played Collingwood twice, Brisbane twice, and... We played gather round against an Adelaide team. Get real, you pickle. Mm. Go Blues. (laughs) As in Kilmore. That's not an easy draw. That's not an easy draw, is it?
2: No. um, Vossi was great last year, the way that he just uh, held his ground and turned them in. You know what? He's built that team, I think, in the image of himself.
1: Yeah, I was as impressed, if not more, about the way he handled himself. He was good. And it's the benefits of maybe being there and gone, having been there before, which we speak about a lot. I went to a question and answer with a Bonton Bevo last night in Ballarat. I'm even more excited about 2024. I saw the interview with Troy, um, sorry, uh, Jamara. Was that? That must have been on your show.
2: Yes, on the Kate news, had spoken to him, yeah. And
1: he said that he's changed and he's mm. relaxed.
2: That's what I wanted
1: to talk to you about. Lovable Bevo. We'll do it after that, the news headlines. Well, just
2: the grab about... And being close to the coach, okay. it was interesting. Welcome back. Welcome back to the program. Mm. Oh, I've started a Barney
1: about the turf at the MCG. Um, well, that's what Brooks says that's what's on the MCG website, whispers
2: Brooksy, one of the best producers in the business. Well, wh- sorry, on the HD Turf Sports website, right? Mm. So it's not a blend of fescue. Is there a little bit of rye in there or not? Is that your phone? Might be.
1: What was that? What,
2: what you're listening? <laughs> it was something oh, that I was I was doing some research and, Croxy, that, and that, popped Croxy, up, what that, that popped up on the jeez. screen.
1: Um, Here's Jamara the, you're <laughs> Lakin, Yes, this, this is what we're talking at Ballarat about. Like yesterday,
2: Bevo's completely like turned into an unreal coach as well. Like, just very, it's been very good. yeah. The friendship I have with all the coaches is unbelievable. Um, I feel like I can just catch up with them as a mate and see them as a mate instead of a coach. Um, but we know when to be a professional um, when we're on the field.
1: I don't know. I think Jamara that sounds like got a, a bit,
2: nice, cosy atmosphere they got going down
1: there. He got, I think he got a bit stuck at the start. He said Bevo's back mm. and he's turned into an unreal coach. I think, I'm not going to hang uh, Jamara. I think he, he was trying to say that he's a bit more relaxed and um, you know back in a good frame of mind or something like that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, but it's but, not unusual that the modern day player has a good relationship with his coach like that, though, is it?
1: Well,
2: I don't. No, I wouldn't have said that. What do you mean? They're, they're, they're more friendly. The coaches are are, are, are more um, engaging uh, and, than what they were back in the day. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's I'm, what I'm
1: saying. That's what I'm saying too. So, that, hey, um, our, our approach on SEN Breakfast is read too much into the practice match simulations. Yep. So. Uh, keep an eye on Sydney and the Giants today at 10 a.m. Read too much into that. Carlton and Geelong are at 11.30. Read as much as you want into that. And then Brisbane and Gold Coast at 5 o'clock. So we're not going down the don't read too much into it. We're going the other way. And we think North Melbourne are going to play for <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: And um, uh, also we spoke uh, very briefly this morning about uh, lethal uh, Lee Matthews who apparently has... Channel, he's left Channel that's 7 a bit of a shock to, to me. go to Channel 9. Yeah, he's been on Channel 7 shock. for a
1: long time. Why'd you let him go?
2: I don't know. It, I, I, I was taken aback when I found out that news uh, this morning. Well, Genuinely, I thought that he was there for the long haul. At the sevens, um, so we'll I don't know what happened. Discuss it, further. Lewis. Listens to our program, Lewis. I'd appreciate a text from you this morning, if you could possibly. And Trent, do your that.
1: text has been read, and you're in the running for the car. I think there's no question about that. Let's take a break. Maddie Johns is our favourite man from an NRL point of view. See Pete Vlanty stirring the pot again today. Whispers, he's making his, his big bold statement again that the NRL is the number one competition, the AFL is number two. And they're in Las Vegas, and Matty Johns is about to head over there for Fox, and he's going to join us on the other side of the break.
6: Rugby League.
0: Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. Well,
1: we are somewhere away from our opening game, but the opening game in the NRL won't be here on Australian soil. It will be over in Las Vegas, if you don't mind whispers. It is an innovative move. We mm. shouldn't be surprised from old push-ahead Pete, who's got on the front foot to uh, to take the game over there. And well, there's only one man that you'd want to, A, go over and do a a preliminary tour. Yes. Just to see and make sure that all the logistics are in place. Yep. and then to go back over to mop up the mess that he, yep. that he made the first time. That it's, like is... when it's
2: like when you're selling a movie and you put sort of like a 35-second type little trailer thing out, and yep. that just sort of gets everybody's That's interest right. and right. gets them excited about the possibility. Matthew
1: Johns is that man, and he's been good enough to take our call first time for the year. G'day, Matthew.
5: Uh, thank you very much for having me on, gentlemen. <laughs> uh, you're right. Headed over there early, Tim, just as a bit of an, an appetizer mm. and on his what, a sick, what did you come. do during yeah. that
1: appetizing four days over there?
5: Oh, no, we had eight days. We eight. were eight days. Yeah, which, you know, when you've been to Vegas, it was five days too long. Uh, I only remember bits and pieces of it. It was a pretty big campaign, um, but uh, oh, a lot of fun. It, it's The thing about Vegas is and it, it, it never ceases. uh you know, I, I never really uh, get over it. When you arrive in Vegas, as you know, fellas, you land, the arrivals terminal in Vegas, I would describe as, it's, it really is the happiest place on earth. People just <laughs> buoyed with optimism and wallets full. People putting you know, a couple of bucks in the slappers as they you know pass when they get off the plane. I've got to say that the... I'm, the departures terminal. <laughs> <laughs> is without doubt, the saddest place in the world.
0: Married couples are just
5: icy glares, just no one talking. Uh, hangovers, uh, people getting the re- whatever change they got less than their wallet, sticking the one arm bandits. It
3: just really
5: is a depressing place. Oh well, mean, it was it was a pretty big campaign that eight days. It was first five, first four days were fantastic. The next four days were horrific. I
1: would Terrible. imagine that would be the case. But I guess now we – and then the Super Bowl took over, of course. So,
5: Yep. And that was
1: great. And uh, our boys were over there. Jared called it. And our producer, Brooke, was there. And uh, so they've given us an insight from the uh, NFL point of view. Now yep. – and, and I want to say this seriously. What, what sort of inroads are they making? Is it is it making a bit of noise over there? Or From an AFL perspective, um, we sort of look at it and go, well, is anyone really caring? But I, what what's, what can you well, tell
5: you know, they they've got a uh, – look, they've they got a great – we've been given a great leg up by Fox Sports America um, right. in the fact that Lachlan Murdoch, you know, is, he, he's, you know, a, I think majority share owner of the Broncos. And, and mate, he – basically every half time we're over there, there was there was some N.O. royal promo going on. What, what inroads did it make? Look, you know, fellas, it's a bit – you know, like uh, it's probably – look, the, the idea of it. Is just to make Americans aware of it because over there, it, um, mate, the the, the 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 phone gambling, like the gambling, is mm-hmm. just completely opened up to what it is in yeah. Australia, yeah. and you know basically that's what it's about. It's basically you know, making Americans aware of the game, given give the base understanding of the rules, so that they'll have a punt on it and mm-hmm. gives you know gives, gives the game more revenue, and anything apart from that. I mean, I, I think honestly it would be would be a bonus. Yeah, you're naive to think you can just go into the American market and make a big impact. No, you know, yeah. we are seen there. I mean, you look at uh, you, know, you look at the, the Super Bowl and American football over there is just a, it's a behemoth, and even the other sports. So it amazed me going over this time in the fact that you know the NBA over there, well, while we are there, really have very little presence. It was just NFL, NFL, NFL. And so, yeah, mate, look, from our perspective as a game, it's, it's, gave, it's given great promotion in Australia mm. you know, for the start of the season. What it does in America, I don't know. But as I said before, it's mainly gambling. Have you, have
2: you recovered enough to head back there yet or not?
5: <laughs> Tim, I'm not really looking forward to it, to be honest. <laughs> when we arrived back, um, myself and Brian Fletcher... Well, I was over there with me, myself, Brian Fletcher, Nathan Highmarsh, and Big Gordy. Me and Fletcher in particular, when we arrived back, our wives were just, they were horrified the shape we were in. I lost about six kilos over there. It was unbelievable. I must have got the flu or something. <laughs> and uh, anyway, we, we got back. Anyway, they rang each other, Trish and Brett, and they said, listen, we've got to go over the second time around. I can't us go. So I got the old handbrake going over, boys, <laughs> but,
3: uh, <laughs>
5: page, know, like a out, I'd say disguises work. But, you know,
2: hey, paging doctor, paging doctor. Um <laughs> Did uh, did uh, um the field size? Now, this is the thing that's worrying Correct. me a little bit. It's a little bit narrower than the narrow. Of it, yes, is. <laughs> it? It I've been be. tossing in and turning. I know, I <laughs> I can
5: tell Tim they they filled it through. That you said you've been belly aching over it, I know, but it is that is one concern: is the fact that. The field is three meters well, it's six meters more narrow. The fact that it's shorter, the field is narrow, it does is of no real great concern, mm. but the fact that it's more narrow it is a concern. So what the referee is going to have to do he's going to have to really pull the teams apart. You know, rather than a ten meter defense line, they're going to have to make it twelve. Pull the sides apart, make it faster rucks. Otherwise, it's just going to be, you know, it's just going to be congestion right mm. in the middle of the field. There'll be no football. Uh, you know, been played, and as you know, mate, like the the, the four teams that are going over, yeah, you know, that's what they've been training for. They've been working on defensive techniques to how to take advantage of the most narrow field. Like they're not interested, you know, putting on a uh, putting on a show. They're just worried about the two points. Yeah. yeah so the refereeing, you know, the, the, he's got a big job. Otherwise, as I said before, yeah, you know, you're not going to see the likes of Reece Walsh at their best.
1: And they've been working on their grappling skills, which uh, Tim and I were taken with. The fact that they, before they went over, just to, just tightened up on a few of their holds uh, before got they it. got over there.
5: You got it. <laughs> and I, I've got to say, Gary, I, I I got the Daily Telegraph this morning and switched about three pages from the back and it was just, it was a bit of a thing on the pre-season in the AFL yep. and it was a before and after shot, basically a shot in the 90s compared to now. And there was a picture of a bloke, a big hairy guy just coming out of the water. <laughs> yes, Unbelievable. Of course he was. pose, and I love the fact that, Uh, The left knee's just going in (laughs) slightly. Uh, It was a great tea. What goes, you're in good nick.
1: You've been got at, mate. You've been got at. And Uh, you haven't actually,
2: you haven't congratulated him either. He's uh, he's uh, become engaged since you last spoke to him. And did you see? Did you see the show that he put on? The big love heart that lit up. Have
1: you got brave? All of a sudden, (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable. Did
5: that make the news up there? Oh, yeah. uh, Tim, who said romance? <laughs> yeah, right
1: Righto, ah. you two. That's uh, just... Congratulations. Thank you, mate. I appreciate that. Um, no, uh, uh, the, the boys from the NFL, Jared told us and uh, Brooke producer, said the two NFL teams stayed 35, 40 metres out of Vegas, out of the strip. They stayed at a resort, you know, mm. away from temptation and had the golf courses yeah. and all that sort of stuff. So then we think, well, okay, the NRL, <laughs> The NRL boys are right slap bang in the middle of it. Is that right, Maddie?
5: Look, Gary, rugby league players <laughs> playing up, come on. <laughs> Wouldn't happen. Look, the three, uh, the, the Bunnies, South Sydney, the Broncos and the Roosters, they, they're they going to mainly spend their time in LA. at a tra-
3: right.
5: well, Using only one of them, UCLA training facilities. They'll fly in the day before the game. Okay. But Manly, the Manly Warringah Seagulls, they're, sla- they're staying slap, bang, right in the middle of the strip. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> Good on them. They're going uh, so to f- familiarise. What I've
5: heard is they're saying, right, oh, we're going to tread like an origin camp. We're going to arrive in Vegas. <laughs> we're going to let the boys have a big night out and then we're going to knuckle down. <laughs> you know, once you let the cat out of the cage. <laughs>
1: I love it. I love that attitude. Um, and so, of course, whilst you guys are away, the, yeah. the AFL have gone and... Scheduled a couple of games for our round zero: two in Sydney and two up in Brisbane. Is, that, uh, is it taking over the state there?
5: Oh, mate, as my late uh, father-in-law used to say, well, the cat's away, the mice will dance. <laughs> <laughs> he was Italian. He never quite got to the concept. I used to say, Tony, it's got a rhyme. Well, the cat's away, the mice will play. And he said, no, no, the mice will dance. Okay.
1: Fair enough, too. And, well... I mean, so Sydney and Melbourne kick the season off. The Giants and uh, is it Giants and Collingwood as well. So I mean they're two pretty big games. Is it getting a bit of chat or not?
5: Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. There has been like uh, the um, I think the Swans would get. uh who the Swans got first up. They're yeah, Melbourne, get Melbourne. Yeah, they're getting a lot of publicity. The Swans. They certainly, you know, I would say it's it's, it's quite like the Giants. Grouping the growth is out out. Uh, like the Swans are the guys that they've had hard with the publicity here. There's been a lot with the Sydney Swans. Uh, the boss coming out saying that, in his opinion, the Sydney Swans within five years will be the biggest sporting uh, sporting team in the country. It's hard to argue. I mean, they've done things very, 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 very well here. Um, and so yeah, there there's, yeah, there is a fair bit of hype here about the AFL kicking off. Hey
2: Matty, can I ask you? But- Las Vegas, lots of shows over there. While you're there, did you get a chance to, because our man Brooke, who you spoke to before, our producer, he's been over there recently, and he went to Sphere. Did you get there and have a look at you too? Uh,
5: look, we, we didn't. We, we were sort of agitating for a free ticket, but it never, <laughs> but it, it never came our way. It was funny. I, when we arrived in Vegas, uh, I was actually I was, I was lining up for the check-in, and made behind me, uh, an old teammate of mine at, at Wigan, a fella called Andy Farrell. Uh, Andy, Andy was a rugby league player who went across and started doing a little bit of coaching in rugby union. Next thing, he's coaching the Irish national side, mm. and then he's bringing out the uh, the British Lions later this year. And a good fella, Andy. I said, "Oh mate, what are you, you know, what are you doing?" Uh, he I said, to bit, what are you doing here?" And I said, "I oh, just over the boys, we've got a bit of fact finding mission, you know, <laughs> sort of thing." He goes, "Oh mate, she's half your luck." I said, "What are you doing here?" He said, Oh, mate, Bono flew me over to see the concert. No. Atmosphere. Yeah. And I said, Well, I tell you what, you want to trade? <laughs>
1: yes, uh, God, help me.
5: Yeah, they say it's, we didn't go, but they say it's absolutely, I mean, it's it's absolutely amazing. 24 hours a day, it's lit up. It's, uh, yeah, it's incredible. But it was, mate, how long has the boots you you, like been to Vegas? Uh,
1: 16 years for me. I've never well, been there.
5: Never been there. Well, I'll tell you something. We went, myself and the wife went, about eighteen months ago, of a, a warning for people when they go there. I reckon, mate, prices have gone up in the last couple of years fifty percent.
3: Yeah. Mm.
5: So every morning for breakfast, it cost me twenty five dollars US for a double vodka and soda. <laughs> it was outrageous. <laughs> However, here's the rot: if you put, if you pretend you're playing the pokies, they're free. That's right. So that's just a yeah. That's right. So. That's just a little bit of a rort, just something for the uh, some the listeners. That's a, That's good a great
1: up. tip to leave us on for the, pl- the players out there. Hey, uh, thanks for joining us. Hopefully we can touch base again. We're, we're very interested to see how it all unfolds over there, and we hope that you can all come back in one piece.
5: Go well, boys. The,
1: the great Matthew Johns is there, and um, I haven't really spoken to you about it. We'll talk about it perhaps before we go
0: off here today. Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. I hope you enjoyed
1: the program today out of 8 o'clock. Georgie Samios has been hanging out with Scotty Pippen. He's going to wander in. Sam Edmonds in at 20 past 8. And uh, we'll go through the news of the last 24 hours in greater detail. Uh, What do you think about the NRL in Vegas? Are you pro it? Um, Propose. I can understand
2: I can understand the reasoning behind why they're going to do that and they've got a five year commitment to doing it. Mm. Um but they did. I think they have opened the door though for the AFL to go in up there like they've done. Yeah. And uh, really hit that market and uh, it's not a crowded market for that period of time too. So they're probably getting some publicity and some marketing opportunities that the AFL would not normally have had. Mm. And that's got to be a good thing for the growth of the game up there. Mm. I think once you get people bums on seats up there watching our game, our game is so great. It's so unique. We talked That's about what I... you got to do. you got to win people over. you got to get the hearts and the minds of people. Oh,
1: well said by you. We, we spoke about Queensland, the AFL. Queensland experience yesterday and yesterday I had more conversations about it and, and it's very real well, yep. it's a juggernaut now I hope it's the same in Sydney but um, anecdotally I mean, from what we've been told Queensland AFL's flying uh, let's get some eight o'clock news for you we'll get Georgie
2: in and find out what he and Scotty Pippen got up to yesterday <laughs> okay
0: Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. The award winning Ponting Wines bring to you the wonderful world of wine. Uh, it is indeed,
1: it's interesting times. George Samios is our man in the wonderful world of wine, and he moves in circles that, uh, that Tim and I can't ever enter, including hanging out with uh, one of the greatest basketball players on the planet. And that's not Andrew Gaze we're talking about. G'day, George. Good morning. No, it wasn't Gazey. No, we stepped up
7: a little bit.
2: Yeah, you and Scotty Pippen go back uh, a long way, back to the old uh, Chicago uh, Bears days, is that right, as Gary (laughs) would say? Yeah,
7: the Chicago Bears. No, no,
2: Michael Jordan
7: texted me last week and said if I could look after Scotty for a day. No, no, a mutual friend uh, connected us yesterday and I... uh, Took him up to Coldstream Hills in the Yarra Valley and showed him there because obviously vintage happening. So it was good for him to have a look at how what? it all happens. And he's into wine.
1: You drove him up there?
7: Uh, no, he got driven up there in a beautiful Bentley by someone. And uh, I met him up oh, there. Yeah. And, That's uh, a bit different. That is a bit different, yeah. <laughs> no, <And I always> he <laughs> spent a couple of hours. It was good. Did right. you? Yeah. And he's a wine man. He is a wine man. Prefers Cabernet, but he did fall in love with the Chardonnay, but in particular the Pinot Noir from the Yarra Valley from Coldstream Hills. And there's a wine called Deer Farm Block E, And D they're really hard to find you can only really get them through the cellar door and uh, he loved those So he took a couple bottles to take home with him in the bag.
2: Well given that uh, His paycheck over the years has been significant. Mm. uh, He'd be in the high-end market with the pinots around the world would he not like uh, The californian pinots and the french Yeah uh, He
7: he is but like I said, I think he's more of a cabernet man because that's obviously what the us does better but he uh he knew a fair bit about it. He was interested in the whole weather thing. And, uh, obviously we'd had a storm through the Yarra Valley the night before, so he was fascinated about all of that. And, and, and you know, I get, I've been asked by a few people, what's he like? He's just cool. Everything about him is cool. The way he walks, the way he talks, his hands are massive. Like right. He's got the biggest hands. There's a photo op on the socials of my of the drinks set with me, and obviously he's taller than me, but have a look at the size of his hand on the table. It's massive.
2: He's taller than you. No, get out of yeah, here. Yeah, he is. just Taller just, than you. <laughs> he be. Actually, he's not
7: as tall as I thought he would be. <laughs> God, he's taller. Luke Lang- Longley's been travelling around with him. Apparently, he's a lot taller. So, so.
1: Did, um, was this a, like a public thing? Or... No, no. It was okay. a one,
7: no, we opened the winery up for him because... You can't get into the winery during vintage. So we opened it up for him and a couple of people with him. And uh, it was good.
2: Yeah. Does, does he uh, does he fly with a entourage?
7: Uh, he had some people with him. Yeah, Larry Castleman was with him. Obviously, the uh, the NBA, NBL, um, sorry, um, owner. And uh, there was a couple of other guys with him. And uh, no, it was good. Give us
1: any, I don't want you to break any no. uh, confidence. And you can choose. But what, what sort of personality is uh, Scotty? Very
7: uh, Very quiet. But humble, um, you know, chats when he when he's got a chat. He's not. He's not over the top or anything. Very just calm, just very polite. Just thanked everyone for showing him, shook their hands. Yeah. We were very respectful. Nice. The guys working at the winery thought it was the greatest thing ever. We had guys coming in on their days off.
2: Yep. That's how excited they I were. I bet they were. Yeah. Did no. you have a dry bicky and a little bit of cheese or something uh, to go with uh, no, it? No, we
7: not? didn't, unfortunately. We didn't have a lot of time. Right. They were sort of was of a out. preparation? Yeah, yet? no, that's right. But uh, no, they were in and out. And uh, the walk around the winery was fascinating for him, I think.
1: Send three questions for Georgie now. 0433 1116 or 1300 three hundred seven three six. Seven three six. if you want to speak to the most authority voice in wine in this country was it the last dance did you hear Michael Jordan did they they are they not on great terms or am I thinking of someone no no you're right you're right yeah they're not on great
2: terms. no they're not no, they're not on great terms yeah. Okay. Yeah. they're not on great terms.
1: Um, what's happening in, in the wine industry, Georgie? What else is going around at the moment? Uh, well, vintage
7: obviously happening. does that mean, vintage? Uh, so we're picking our grapes and we're fermenting them and turning them into wine. So for those at home that don't understand how wine is made, it's pretty simple. They're grapes with sugar and water in them and uh, we crush them. We add some yeast, the yeast eats the sugar and turns it into wine and it all happens now. So it's grand final time in the next three, four, five, six weeks. And, and good guess, vintage? Uh, So far, it's looking very good in a lot of the regions. Um, Volumes are a little bit challenging in some areas, but... The quality, certainly in the Yarra Valley, what I saw in the last couple of days,
2: looks very good. And what about down uh, Gary's way, down the peninsula? How is it all looking That's down good. there? I haven't been down there
7: yet, but I'm actually doing a trip down there for a day next week, so I might tell Where uh, are you going? Uh, well, I thought I might go do the kangaroo tour down there. If booked out. Gonna, booked out. Booked out. It's booked oh, out. Oh, okay, well, I can't do it. Book <laughs> it's booked tour.
2: out. Even, <laughs> uh, even Swifty and her people couldn't get to in. Get a no. kookaburra
1: feeding maybe yeah. at the yeah. last minute. Uh, okay.
2: And you're also... <laughs> you're <yours> are you adding the... Oh, are, you, are you heading <laughs> <laughs> the wandering through the tomato patch as well? Is I to be on it or yeah, not. Yeah, and you can pick your Is own. Is that top. just a bonus? No,
1: pick your own tomato experience as that well. That would be amazing. Yeah, it would be amazing yeah. it, I'll be 103 by the time they turn red. <laughs> that's for sure.
2: Hey, what's the difference between, I was reading, uh, the difference between Chardonnay and a Pinot Gris for somebody out there?
7: Uh, well, two different grape varieties. Generally, Chardonnay will have more depth, more flavour, and generally we mature our Chardonnay in oak, whereas Pinot Gris or Grigio, it's the same wine but different, the way it's made differently, it's the same grape, sorry, but made a little bit differently, is generally unwooded. So, if you want something that's a little bit lighter and fresher and a little bit easier to drink, you'd go Pinot Gris Grigio. But if you want something with a little bit more weight and a little bit more texture, you go to Chardonnay.
1: What's unwooded mean?
7: Uh, not in oak barrels, so not matured or in oak barrels, and and really Chardonnay is the only white that we consistently would use. To mature the wine whereas most of our reds in fact all of our reds are except for where does it bread. go then
1: white wine if it uh, just
7: stays in stainless steel so it gets fermented oh, right. gets settled in stainless steel and then gets bottled
2: so the you know when the australian chardonnays used to be really woody and creamy and buttery and all that type of thing was that because they were in newish uh, wood is that right or
7: yeah that's right so chardonnay went out of fashion probably in the early 90s because it was over wooded there was a couple of reasons one we grew them in the wrong area we picked them a bit too ripe so there was too much sugar and that made them too ripe and too big and juicy and then we left them in brand new oak for too long so now a lot of our chardonnay is in secondhand oak which is oak that's been used for another white wine first or it doesn't go in oak at all and so a
1: good old oak barrel is very, really, you know it's is pretty important
7: it is, and uh, that was the thing yesterday that Scotty and the team was surprised oh. with is just the amount of barrels that have to sit in a winery for years. Um, and up at Coldstream, they use French oak, so it's about 1500 to $1,800 a barrel, and if you've mm-hmm. got hundreds of those barrels... You got a lot of money. Like the set. barrel's
1: worth? Fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah, that's right. The barrel itself. I put one in the fire last year. It's special um, oak, Gary. Now, I'm not yeah. a wine, man. But I just want to give George yeah. a pump up. I I could listen to George for days. There's something mesmerising listening to a person that knows his craft.
2: That's uh, from George nice. Notion Grove. That's very nice. Right, Talking is. about Pinot. What is George's thoughts on Pinot from Tassie made by Craigie Noe and Cranbrook?
7: Uh, I haven't tried those wines, but let me just say that Tassie Pinot would be in my top three or four. For regional, varietal uh, combinations
2: here in the country. Well, given you've become a uh, an expert on the subject of NBA and Scotty Pippen, Bill in Brighton wants to have a chat to you. Good morning, Bill.
5: <laughs> G'day, fellas. Just got a um, quick question for old Georgie Boy. Um, When Scotty was last out here, there was a big commotion
6: with um, Andrew Gaze, molesting him live right on national TV in that infamous um, interview. I wonder if did Scotty
7: mention to you, George, how the court case against Gaze is going? <laughs> no, no. No, there was no talk. We, all we talked about, honestly, was wine and a little bit about uh, basketball. And he said that he loved Gary Lyons' comments and uh, about the um, All-Stars games. No, he didn't. I'm
1: not allowed to talk about that, George. <laughs> no, he didn't. Andrew Gaze has banned me from ever talking about NBA again, which is fair enough.
7: No, they, No, we just talked wine, really. That was good.
2: Uh, someone else wants to know about his uh, his teeth. They said that uh, he's got a lovely set of uh, white chompers. Did you notice him yesterday <laughs> or not?
7: <laughs> no, I didn't notice him, but he is a smooth dude. Everything about him, he's fit. He looks fit. He <laughs> just glides across the floor. He was wearing a watch that's probably worth more than all of us put together. But, uh, no, nah, he's a very, very nice guy. He's
2: got a lovely, deep, very deep voice, voice too, yes. hasn't he? Yeah. I found
1: some nice Riesling from Edderstone Point in Tasmania.
7: Oh, Riesling, yeah. No, the Riesling does grow well down there. It's a cool climate. Yeah, Tasmania, there's a lot happening down there. Sparkling, Pinot, My Chardonnay, Riesling, lots of things.
1: What well, about the food scene? Because you're across that as well. Your, your uh, portfolios have now diversified a bit into mm. food as well as wine. Have you been out? Have you dined anywhere? What's, uh, what's happening in the on the food scene? Well, I'll tell you what. Restaurant I w- recommendations? Well, I went last night to a classic old favourite.
7: A classic old favourite, Brunswick Street, Mario's.
2: Really? ah mario's
7: mario's in brunswick yeah. street and had a bowl of pasta with the family still and, good oh still good still it's got classic a nice, good
2: vibe good vibe
7: too. the waiters are pros they've been doing it for 30 years they've, they've still got the same pens i reckon a beautiful experience just you know, it's not going to break the bank. Honest Italian food, lovely setting, and it was a beautiful night last night. What's a bowl Wonderful. of
1: pasta at Mario's? Uh
7: Probably twenty-five bucks. Not bad. That's
2: good. George, can you recommend a nice chardonnay around the thirty-dollar mark? Celebrating a wedding anniversary in the coming weeks. Thanks, Uh Pop.
7: Well, given I was out at the Yarra Valley yesterday, I'd say anything from the Yarra Valley, and I like the ones on the on the on the Coldstream Stream side. So Coldstream Stream obviously, I'm a bit passionate about that one, and also. Oak Ridge next door.
2: Now, I've got a friend uh, whose mum will turn 80, uh, I think, later, maybe this year. He's 89? Th- sorry, 80. My friend's mum's going to turn oh, 80. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Your mum. It, what, did I'm you give
1: your mum a it, bottle of wine yesterday? No, she
2: doesn't drink. Oh, so My um, mum does. <laughs> well, that's what I was about <laughs> to ask George done, a question. No, she doesn't drink. She scoffs. <laughs> Is there something that this person, Gary, can buy and put away now for his mum who's going to turn 80 later this year?
1: What does she drink? Red or white? No, she's a white drinker.
2: She's a glugs it.
7: Um, well, I think what happens is as you get older, you do like some wines with a little bit of flavour. So I would probably get her maybe even a Riesling that's a little bit off dry. So a Riesling that's got a little well, bit of sugar left in it.
1: The last recommendation you gave her was the Sean, Sean Smith. Smith. Yeah. She nearly had a heart attack. It cost <laughs> her 40 bucks. Uh, George, this is from Dino's in Warrnambool. When are all the flavours added during vintage? And he's giving examples of blackcurrant, raspberry, tobacco, coffee, all that stuff that the Wisp carries on about. What's it going on George.
7: There? Uh, well, they're all inherent in the grape. So when you actually eat the so grape off the vine, just drop
1: a bit of. Coffee. No, no.
7: Well, in the old days they may have, but may the have. laws now stop that. No, no, the grape itself's got those inherent flavours. So if you pick a Cabernet grape or a Shiraz grape, you will actually taste the difference in the grape, and that's what manifests in the bottle.
2: So that comes from the soil, yes.
7: Uh, it's a combination of the soil, the the clone of the grape, so the variety. Um, obviously, the weather. Um, the French call it terroir. I sort of talk about it as being the vibe of where you're growing it. So, um, is it a
1: bit of a wanky-wank flow, though? Because, you know. Like,
7: no, it's not. For us in the wine industry, Gary, it's very important. Well, oh, yeah. It's it's a bit like your premiership it's a window. To you, it means a lot. <laughs> it's a hint it? of tobacco in
1: this. That's because I'm like going to dart and put it out
2: in the glass. <laughs> yeah. Now you wash it properly. Oh. Matt's in Ascotville. Good morning, Matt. You there, morning,
5: Matt? Guys. Um just, Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, yeah, go right ahead. Yeah, just uh, wanted to know, with all the China trade uh, relations improving and opening up, does that mean the price of wine is going to go up in the future?
4: Uh,
7: No, I don't think so, because I think um, Australia has got a good supply of wine at the moment, and I think it will take a while for exports to China to get back. Some would question whether it'll get to the level. It will get to a level, um, but... A lot of wine was never going into China anyway, in particular white wine. Most of the exports to China were red. So I don't think prices will go up at all.
2: Uh, Took a bottle of Gary's favourite untried little giant Grenache to a family trip late last year. Blew the family away. Took out the top prize for the weekend. Specky's on the road. Uh, Good morning, Specky.
5: G'day, Gents. How are you? Good, Speck. Probably the most insightful part of the week from you guys. come um, Come on, Specky. So, uh, what about the? uh, I had one last year, went to the Barossa, Gary and Tim. had a great wine from uh, Gibson's called the Dirt Man. Oh, Um, yeah. Highly recommended. I loved
7: it. No, Specky, good wine. Gibson's make great wines. In fact, you know, If you're going over to the Barossa, certainly during Gather Round, we'll talk about that in the next few weeks because we've obviously got our wine and footy lunch coming up there for do Gather Round. We need to talk about a but couple we, of components we, we, of that trip We like. do have to talk about that. But uh, no, Gibsons and lots of the other Barossa producers are making great wines at the moment.
2: Okay, George, before you go, give us your wine recommendations of the week. Well, Gary's going to hate it, but I've gone for white wine today. Um,
7: and yeah. I've actually gone for something from Canberra, Nick O'Leary Riesling. What? Yep. We, all, we never talk about Canberra, and I'm a Canberra boy. I feel bad that I don't mention Nick them often. Nick O'Leary. Yep, Nick O'Leary Riesling. In fact, all the Rieslings from the area, Helms is a good one, but Nick O'Leary I checked. You can find here in Victoria a little bit easier, Nick O'Leary Riesling. And? 20 to 25, 25 probably. Yep.
1: And a lot of, uh, f- lot of feedback on Mario's too. You've hit the nail on the head there. Give us the address.
7: Uh, I'm not sure the number, but Brunswick Street in the corner of Brunswick and Johnston.
2: And just quickly, if you were uh, going to Lamaro's La for lunch today, what would you have? Oh, the schnitzel for sure, the oh, schnitzel, and,
7: and a bottle of Acitico if they still what got it. What was that Greek Ars- wine? Acitico, the Jim Barry Acitico.
1: Acitico. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're in the South Melbourne region, go ahead and drop in on the West. I just brings. drove past. There's lines there already. <laughs> a couple of these uh, old Essendon mates, <laughs> including <laughs> and Michael, going for lunch. got on you, Georgie Boy. Great to see you. We'll talk again next week. Sammy Edmund, not far away.
0: Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. Ah, here he is in the studio today.
1: You have news number one newsman at SEN, Sam Edmund. Gary. What's happening? Good morning, Wisp. How are we both? Oh, Sammy! I'm top. I'm fantastic.
6: You look like you've been up all night watching S- the cricket with the boys. Oh, well, I actually got into a little bit of trouble with, uh, I happened? believe you call her Mrs. Field. Uh, <laughs> might have extended the kids' bedtime. <laughs> no, and, uh, Mrs. Marshall. Yeah, Mrs. Marshall wasn't happy that the bedtime blew out. And I'm thinking when they needed, what was <sighs> it, Gary? Uh, they 31 needed 30, off 10. 32 off nine. And hmm. they still needed 12 off the last three balls. I thought, I've extended this bedtime for naught. No. And then Tim David. Mm. Uh, unbelievable. David actually went four, six and six to leave them needing 16 off the last, um, 16. And then it was 12 off the last three balls. And then he went six, two and four to shatter the car. i, I, I got to say it was one of the great, it was great. Oh. Yeah.
1: We talked about this morning. I showed Tim because it was up here on the news. Did you think that the Phillips, the fielder, Yeah, he tried to slap
6: it back. What was he doing? It was pretty tough, though. He
1: dived over it, Wisp. The game's on the line. Dive over it, put your guts in front of it, put your head in front of it. They
6: didn't have a great night in the field. I mean, mind you, I wouldn't like to catch a Mitch Marsh 6 that's travelling about five metres off the deck, but a couple other half chances they they grasped. So they, they probably should have done better. And, look, three for 215, you expect to win in that position. They were... Actually, Conway and uh, Ravindra, GC combat can bat. They were 113. Uh, they put on 113 for the second weekend. And they fell within a couple of balls each. And the innings just stalled, didn't it? But
1: Stalled.
6: What did time did the boys English, go to bed? Ingress stalled in
1: that. it more times than... Tim when he was learning to drive in dimbula
6: <laughs> Got to bed at about a quarter to nine, which oh, is no. late for a nine-year-old, and I've just got a text oh, okay. that... Oh, Actually, no. You're not there to wake up. Maybe the nine-year-old. They didn't wake up in a great mood Maybe this the nine-year-old might have a bit of a sore throat and a sniffle. And oh, might be no. A bit... oh, I'm no. blaming Tim <laughs> David. Mrs. Marshall won't be This is good. part of their education as a kid, That's though, what I, I this figure. It's important cult, for It's sporting and cultural experience. If we don't
2: have dads doing what you did last night, we're not going to have the next generation
6: of cricket fans. And have I've got some friends that's that... Surely other people ran the gauntlet last night and... 3 9 who
1: kept their kids up last night to watch Tim David or David Tim you, hit the winning run.
6: You were rewarded if you did, because it was spectacular.
1: What's going on in the world?
6: Yeah, let's talk Sport. Victoria Police, which we don't often Sport. do here, do we? Uh, last night released a statement <laughs> to say... To. In fact, they were assessing the information in regard to the allegations that Joel Smith has been traf- trafficking cocaine to others. Now... Using the word investigation in regards to the police might be a bit premature at this Mm -hmm. point, but they did release a statement to say they were, quote... Aware of the allegations of drug trafficking in relation to a 27 year old hillside man, we are currently assessing information provided by Sport Integrity Australia. And as such, it would be inappropriate to comment at this time. So, how far does that go? We don't know, but they're assessing the information. Yeah,
1: it's a lot of don't know about it, isn't it? Yeah, someone would know more than we do, obviously. But, um, well, well, I was thinking it as I was having a walk around yesterday and it's on your mind. Mm. You did did a lot of thinking, I know. But if you're sending a message, what if? And this is what you'd hope would happen. Mm-hmm. If someone sent a message like that, what if one of the players who got the message sent back out? Hey, come on, pull
6: your head in. Yeah. Well, well, Melbourne don't. Speaking of things we don't know, Melbourne don't know. Melbourne don't. don't know anything. They don't know whether the text messages is applied to current teammates and how many, former teammates and how many, people outside the club and how many. They are. Not, they only get the update.
1: People commenting, thinking they
6: know. No, it's created a real air and of anxiety. That's not the
1: journalists I'm talking
2: about. No, but the police had to do something. Like They had to put a statement out when somebody asked them a question yesterday. Yeah. I mean, you wake up to the headline, you know, AFL football uh, trafficking. I mean. Yeah, of course they did. cheap whiz, but they've got to follow it up. Duty
1: bound. Be careful what you say. I said that you asked me yesterday, would Melbourne be aware of this and have done the homework? And mm. I said, I'm sure they would have. They would be negligent if they didn't. Right. That's the only thing that got reported. <laughs> they didn't get that. I'm sure they did. Anyway, go Sammy.
6: So Max Gorn yesterday referenced, you know, he gave some concession. He said he was quite shocked by the developments, of course, and he's not hiding but it was interesting his confidence in their culture he referenced the hair testing results at Melbourne um, can be given and sub clubs can be given we know going back to late 2015 players agreed to be hair tested given the results will be made available only to the AFL and key club officials upon request so they don't identify the individuals the results but clubs can sometimes ask the AFL for the results and there is you know, without being sensationalist, Gary, there is a hair testing ladder, a drugs ladder. The the, the league knows exactly where the clubs sit on this. There's a premier and there's a wooden spoon. And now, thankfully for Melbourne, they're they're closer to the wooden spoon element than they are the premier element. So that's why... Max Gorn was able to say what he said yesterday, and I'm assuming that's why Gary Pert was able to sit here in November and, and cite the best culture he'd seen in 40 years of football. So that goes back a decade, as Max Gorn said yesterday. I thought that was that was pretty interesting. There's a bit of movement in the list management recruiter space at the moment across the competition. We know how important that well, role recruiters is. recruiters are getting recruited. Exactly. Well, they are uh, when it comes to decisions that can shape a club's future. So Matthew Clark, he's Richmond's national recruiting manager and has been for some time, now appears highly likely to take the vacant list manager role at West Coast. Now, the Eagles have been hunting a replacement for Rowan O'Brien, who've been there forever, stepped down last year. Clark's been their man, given his role in building some of those premiership sides at the Tigers, 17, 19, 20. And the fact he's been recruiting for close to, you know, three decades. Blair Hartley's going nowhere there as the incumbent and Richmond's list boss. So this would be a big promotion for Clark. And then pointing to Clark's looming departure is the fact that Tigers have been working the phones in recent times in a bid to bolster their recruiting departure should he leave. So Chris Tocce, who was curiously let go by the Saints in December, the Saints cited a restructure down there as part of the many changes at the Saints. So Chris Tocce served as head of recruiting at St Kilda, definitely a person of interest at Punt Road. Can you
1: just hold there for a minute? want so everyone ask you something on the other side of these news headlines? Sam Edmonds here who kept his kids up to all hours of the night watching the cricket and then left home before the sun was up for Mrs. Marshall to deal
2: with. But but if I take a oh. screenshot I'll take a screenshot of the text messages for you, Sam, because you can take this home and show Mrs. Marshall that you got a lot of support out there. Oh, that's good to hear. Strength in yeah. numbers. A lot of, a lot of support. Well, well, done, well done, Sam. Did exactly the same with my boy this morning. Woke up with a pep in his step and loving Tim David. There you go. And awesome. my kids
1: went to bed late too, Sammy. They don't like sport, but they watch anything that means they can stay up. <laughs> that's right. I think that I was can, the answer. I
6: can relate. My kids that watch country practice reruns if it means they get to stay up late. Um, you wanted to ask something? or Are you still going? Would you want me
1: to? Yeah, continue, yeah. Just some practice matches
6: today. Sydney GWS at Tramway Oval. Do do you know where that is, fellas, Tramway Oval? Who's playing? Sydney GWS. That would be up in Sydney somewhere. No, it is. It's the uh, Moore Park there adjacent Mm. to the SCG. Strong squads, both. Grundy and James Jordan are going to play for the Swans. And the Giants, basically full strength. Just no Callahan coming or Perryman. Carlton Geelong move back to 11.30. Curiously, going to be north of 30 degrees by then. Mm. Gary Rowan, the only notable cat to miss. Blues Without Martin, Walsh, Pitnett, Zach Williams and Matt Kennedy. But Fantasia is going to play. Elijah Hollands will mm. feature as well. And then we've got uh, the Q Clash, uh, the Lions and the Suns at Brighton Homes Arena at 5pm. Cool. Do you know where Brighton Homes Arena is? Yes, that's okay. the main That's ground. the Springfield. Yep. Uh, no Lockie Neal, but the Lions are coming in strong. And Damien Harwick's name, Ben King, and Ethan Reid. They've got some absentees, but Ben King's a big one there. Keep an eye on them this year, Sammy. They look good. Oh yeah,
1: they, they look good. You see, Sam breakfast same. is going the other way. We're reading everything into these practice matches. Okay. So, I like that. So can you just... So put your, North, where put have we you got them your, top four or...? Top six and Collingwood are gone. Yeah, <laughs> so that's that's our attitude. If you're going to play, well, if you're going to do this match simulation, we're going yeah.
6: read everything. If got. you're going to do this properly, you need to use the two words when it comes to discussing Collingwood yesterday, and they are premiership hangover. Yes, that's right. You've got to get the cliches yeah, in too. you're it. getting in Okay, it. and um, keep
2: your eye on Benny Ainsworth too up there at the goal. Well, he's case. got so the license. I've never seen. No, he hasn't. He's not the one that's got the license. No, oh, Bailey Humphrey, Humphrey the has the license, but I've never seen anyone sign an autograph as well as what he yeah. did when in he was signing the jumpers last week. He looks in great form.
1: When it comes <laughs> to Ben Ainsworth, you've never seen him. Full stop. You, <laughs> you had him as one of your favourite players in the competition. Well, he's, he's, had, a, a, he's, had, he's had a contract this year. You didn't
2: even know who he was. He's got a great mullet, too. You didn't know who he I was. I did so. You did not. I did so.
1: Um, Sammy, if you were to be running this organisation,
6: this very organisation, yes, would you
1: let Geraldo
6: go? To
1: call the Olympics for yep. three weeks,
6: I would on one condition. That's because you want to go, and admittedly, it's a big condition. What? But given we are frozen out as uh, 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 when it comes to the rights agreement, oh, yes, I would something. I would give them Jared in exchange for the entire network to be able to go. Do you reckon that's a fair trade? I mm. think that's a uh, th- yes. I think it's a well balanced trade. So
1: that. yeah, that's a good point. We, if we, they we can't desperately go.
6: want him, they being the
1: dots. Yeah. Yeah. We, we're we in a good position. So we could say, look, yeah, he can go, but we want something back.
6: Well, we want to send our own team together. Well, they and want that, broadcast. That's not going to wash. Well, so why not? We, An abbreviated. We don't, we're not yeah. interested in the fencing or the or the shuttlecock, but we mm. want to go over there and call No disrespect to either of those. No disrespect. Can
2: we send you to do the cycling?
6: I'd love to. Let,
2: can we get on the velodrome? Or? That's why you're excited about
1: Do you think there. Well, actually, we might get Geraldo in earlier and because someone needs to. Grill,
2: grill him.
6: Or I think ones. he would like to go. Would he? I saw that Scotty Gullen right reported that he was, and I take it at face value, that he was at the Mori plant meet in another box doing yeah, some fancy. Because that's the sort of He's a professional that he pro. is. Mm.
1: If, if in fact this was to come to bear. And pair. that was
6: only recently. So I assume this is still a proposition. I would
2: think if you're a commentator and even, you know, you do your domestic sports and crickets and footy and tennis and all that type of thing. I would think that if you are a commentator to the heart you would want to
6: have an Olympic Games there somewhere in your CV, would yeah. you not? And 100%. I think if you're going to discuss the Olympic Games, then you want to be calling the 100 metres. He is. Uh, yeah, he, yeah. That
1: would be in the mm. – in his But that's the
2: creme re- de la creme, isn't it? And Nine couldn't find a better – they could not find a better commentator to – TJ? No, they could not find a better <laughs> commentator than Jared Waitley to call the 100 metres. They well, couldn't.
1: Let's get him in a little earlier than normal for um,
2: uh, our Who's chat. better than him? No who, one. Who Bruce. Out there, no. No, but he's sort of no. retired. He's in semi retirement. No Who's better than Jerry? No one. No one. And, uh, no. You know, and they need somebody like that. Yeah, but we want him here and he's doing his breakfast. Well, show. you got to give yeah,
1: him an every- AFL 360. Gary, can't be so everywhere. you answer the question, Gary. What, yes.
6: We're going to give a, a, more than a bit? No. We're going to give them the, our, our, our chief caller. Your straight answer is no. What are we getting your back? Fir-
1: your first response as the owner of this or Fox is no. Hmm. And, and then, then you, you wait until the bidding yeah, yeah. Then, you <laughs> then the bidding. So you starts. use Jared no. as a pawn. You'll using so you're using Jared White And then as they a come pawn. back and they go, What about this? No. Until such time as you go, okay. They've,
2: well, has nine currently got something that Hutchie would like?
1: Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Is there anything <laughs> that Dot's gonna offer up? Like could they give us
6: Carl, your mate Carl could come down and do a spot. Carl lost
1: to host <laughs> AFL three sixty and do the breakfast <laughs> show.
2: Maybe. <laughs> And Jared, Fox don't need Jared to be doing 360. They, yes, got, they do? No, they've got the new rock star, Jack. Why wouldn't they wheel him out and put him on 360?
1: Oh, you run with that one. All right. Send them through. What sort of horse trading can we do with the dots? If they want Jared, what do we get back in That's return? A big trade. 04339 out 1116. Send them through. We could take the whole Sunday footy show panel. Oh, we'd need more. We'd need them and more. Throwing classified. Caro.
6: Yep, Caro, be great. It's <laughs> Tim. Caro's already on the books, of sorts. Don't shoot the messenger. Oh, yes, he's too.
1: All right, um, we'll take we'll throw the lines open for questions. Now it's good work by you, Sammy. Thank you very much. See you, lads.
0: Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. Well, the trades are coming through thick and fast. Uh, there's some
1: unbelievable suggestions. I'll read them out in a moment. The King is running this week. We have to get four texters who are going to share in any of his winnings for the next week. Serge, it's his 60th birthday, Wisp. Give him a shout-out. He's been listening since day one. Happy 60th, George. Well done to you. Serge. George. George. Serge. So you're one of the uh, co-owners of King Eternal for a week, Serge. Kaz, you're in Kilmore. You're a co-owner of King Eternal. Your passion for Carlton came through. Brent, you're also a co owner, forget about who the pies had out, the Ruse and their supporters. Let's just needed that. Well done, and Johnny's a star. Uh is also so there's our four people. If the King Eternal wins hundred grand, you share it. you won't win hundred grand this week, but no. hopefully he gets in the prize money and you get a little you get a little share.
2: Dickie Wilkins, what about him to host the Waitley show? So <laughs> Jared goes and does the Olympics and Dickie Wilkins comes in here and hosts All Jared right. Show.
1: Christian Bateman's Bay reckons he's a, he's a an untouchable. The, right. She can put some other he, he suggested other callers here at the uh, Sen could go
3: yeah.
1: and do a salary dump at the same time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Greg's it, in Hillsville. It, who, who who would you like to put out there oh, on, have on the Sen? They just
1: Greg's in Hillsville. Good day, Greg.
2: Good <laughs> day, guys. How you doing?
1: Good. Thanks.
5: I reckon, without a doubt, I heard you talking before about who'd be the best caller in the country. It's got to be Johnny from Epping. Is chewing, isn't he?
1: We could throw him into the mix for Channel Nine. Um, he's more your—he's co- running it like a snail. He's
2: more your color commentator, isn't he? Yeah. He's more your—yeah, you, what he's, you do?
1: Well, he's more—I tell you what—he is. He's more your HG and Roy style. You know they used to do the oh, yeah. show. He, yeah, he could eat that. He could he eat. Could eat he could in eat fact,
2: in fact, that's not a bad—that's not a bad idea for a TV show. Getting Johnny and his brother Alfredo. Yep to do like a late-night sort of half-hour type show during the Olympics. Unbelievable. Caro oh, to come
1: wow. in and host 360 with Robbo.
2: That would which be... Which would allow
1: Jared to go. Explosive. Do you All right, you... Fair. What about get the wisp and the chomp to do the sports reports together?
2: Great idea.
1: You'd be up for that, wouldn't Great you? Great idea. Nice. Just keep sending him through this. <laughs> I hope we we better wipe these messages before some of the <laughs> some of the workers here come in. <laughs> been offered up for trade period for not much. Uh, you got any little questions about that, if you haven't got to?
2: Uh, you happy
1: with Zach Merritt and Andy, and Andy McGrath going around as you one-two one punch at the bottom? Yeah,
2: bombers? 100%. 100% happy with that. Could not be happier. We don't need to worry about the turf being ready at the MC June time, do we? We have this conversation every time there's been a concert there prior to the season. Worrying about what? The turf getting laid in I time and that's... it being ready. No. Foxy knows what he's doing.
1: Foxy knows. Foxy's all over it. Uh, my two-year-old loves the song. Don't ever change it. There you go. That's
2: from Dave. So you have been resting on your laurels a little bit. Are you worried about your club at all? Are you at all? This is a serious question.
1: Oh, gee, you've asked a serious one. Uh, um, yeah, of course, course, but I'm not. I, I don't. I haven't learned anything new. Like I knew Sean Smith had tested positive back. Now the, I don't know anything about these text messages. So let's just Talk until such it. time as I know more about that. I knew that situation. I knew that they'd addressed it and gone hard at it. Mm-hmm. But yes, I'm worried because what happens now when there's? And look, perception be, becomes reality. I don't believe everything I read, some I do. But now it's the playing the challenge for this playing group is to be able to go, hey, we're not using that as any excuse whatsoever. The distract like people say, Melbourne season shot. Mm. The distractions there, they're a mess. They're Mm. not a mess. They're you know, whatever. They're dealing with stuff right now. But it's this is a great test for, you know, their leaders. And I, I, I reckon Max is a really good leader. I reckon Jack Viney's as uncompromising as any player. They're the ones who got to stand up and go, don't you for one second use this as a some excuse for us not to be able to perform this year. So, yeah, I, I'm, of course I'm a little... I hate seeing my team What's on, Melbourne's reality? in the news
2: for the wrong reasons. Exactly. What is Melbourne's reality right now? Um...
1: Well, they've got a season that starts in 15 days. That's that's their reality. Mm. And I know that's the easiest thing to say because when you're picking up papers and you're looking on breakfast news shows and it's all Melbourne negative, mm. then that gets through. But for Simon Goodman and the group, they've got to go, no, nah, let's just try and block that out. Now, that could be cliched as you like. We've got to put that aside and focus on Sydney in 15 days' time.
2: It's a great challenge for them, isn't it? It I is mean, a really good challenge. You could pick it up and then throw it back at them and say, okay, well, this is our challenge. If you wanted to create something and sometimes clubs do they want to sort of create some sort of environment and atmosphere galvanize around, you know, us, us against, against them the world, all that sort of that. stuff well yeah. it's just been laid out to them hasn't it it has it has
1: so um anyway yeah and it, it's not nice tim you know you when I mean, you've your team's been in the news for the yep. wrong reasons as well it's, it. it's not much fun but um i'm sticking fat with them in a big way and hoping and backing them to come through Good on you. Today we announce, oh, we've we announced the four winners for so the King Eternal. Uh, so the best texts that come through and they
2: get a prize. Uh, Have you got a question for me? A question without notice? You haven't fired anything at me this morning. I'm pretty much sure. I just asked you about Zach Merritt. Um, is Max
1: Holmes, he's, not, he's out of contract at the moment. Mm. I'm sure they'll sign him. Where do you see Max Holmes?
2: I see him still as the developing player that hasn't hit his peak yet. So I still think – you... You know, if I'm a Geelong fan or I'm Chris Scott and I'm thinking, okay, where does our improvement come from? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that he's got – I think he's got another 10% in him. Right. And maybe it's a confidence thing. Maybe, you know, like he's had great players around him, that type of thing. Maybe he hasn't been prepared to sort of really take the game by the scruff of the neck that great players do mm-hmm. and stars of the game do. I haven't seen that part of him. He's got the athleticism. He's got the power. He's got all of that. I think that there's another rung for him to go to. The commentary world
1: Erin Phillips, I see, has been announced the name by Channel 7 as part of the lineup. What role will she play in the commentary of the footy?
2: Um, I think I don't know for sure, but I know that she's going to be, I don't know the commentary side, but she'll be in South Australia, so predominantly the games that are being played over there yep. in Adelaide that yep. we televise, yep. she will be part of the conversation but around the
1: But will she be, my, I suppose my question is, is she going to be a special commentator? I don't know. I don't know.
2: Don't I don't know. know. I don't know the answer to that question. Okay. Um, I didn't have a lot of time to talk to her when we did our, our big media day last week. Right. But you did you say day. Of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah. You bump into people and you say hello. <laughs> yeah,
1: what sort of a rude person do you think I am? <laughs> no, I don't know. Because sometimes you can you just, when there's all these things going around, you can bump into people and, you don't know who they are. Or the name yeah. doesn't come straight. Do no, you? no,
2: that's one of the great things I've got. I've got great recall. I mm.
1: well, your question. <laughs> well, what about it? I want to ask you about Tassie. And I'm going to break a little bit early so we can put Jared under the pump. Yeah. The leader of the opposition down there has said, "Listen, mm. we want the team because she mm. can't come out and say we don't want
2: the team because the, the... she won't get the votes. Yeah. Mm, maybe. But,
1: but she's playing on the fact that she will get the votes if she says I don't want the stadium because mm. that's." would appear to be one of the great challenges. So she says, So she's saying, hey, if we get in, mm. I want the team, but I'm going to renegotiate. I will renegotiate with the AFL.
2: What are the AFL saying? Andrew Dillon
1: has come back out and said, no stadium, no
2: team. Categoric. Categoric. Right. Where's that level? Well, she's going to have to shift ground. Sheen. And we've seen, look, there's been instances of politicians shifting ground throughout the course of history, oh, Gary, really? as we know. God help They're me. going to have to do some polling. Toyota if, their pol- if their polling says that they will <laughs> <laughs> still get up without yeah. a team down there and without a stadium, But the pollies that's will be strong in their
1: convictions. Toyota the Cooler of go. the year is back. Chance to win the 2024 Toyota Hilux GR Sport arrange your next Toyota service. The Way. book online today. It might be uncomfortable for Jared to face the grilling from us, but that's exactly what we're going to do next.
3: He's going to join us.